0: Nation and welcome in to another mock draft money presented by the Fantasy Whispers. I am one of the three beautiful hosts on the show. I'm Big Travy. You can find me on Twitter at Big TFW. And I am joined to my your your left, my right by Austin Sear. Hey. You can find on Twitter at Austin underscore R underscore Sear. It's true. And on the bottom there is our man, the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Game Time Hicks. You can find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore game time. But now that we've introduced ourselves to you, if you want to introduce yourselves to the platform, go ahead and give us a thumbs up on your way in. Give us a subscribe over on YouTube and let us know. Rob Shorter. Dude, Rob is coming in all the way over from England, man. I'm glad. I've always loved the time of year when Rob starts getting back in on the mocks, man. I love it. Appreciate you, Rob, and appreciate everybody in here as we fill up another mock draft. Johnny, how are you doing, man? Uh, Can you tell Whisper Nation a little bit about this mock?
1: Oh, I can definitely tell Whisper Nation about this mock, baby. Mock draft Monday here. Save our lives. Just kidding. Well, maybe it could save our lives. You never know. Uh, 12 team, dynasty startup, PPR. Uh, I'll read off here. Let me, I'll pull up here. We get a QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex spot of a wide receiver, running back, or tight end, and then a super flex that extra quarterback in there maybe you won't and we got seven draft spots here for bench could go a little bit deeper than that but we also are doing a best ball so kind of limit that no defense or kickers as usual speaking of deep calvin brown deep from within san antonio says hashtag
0: what's up calvin brown and austin Scott saying it's about damn time is one of your Crocs. Did it get a flat, Austin?
2: No, I didn't have. I didn't have my Crocs yeah. to speed through the the ambiguous terrain like a Croc can handle all the time. I was I was dealing with something more standard, like a a regular sneaker, you know. And these, it's yeah. just an inferior, antiquated piece of foot technology. This baby, this is where I it's just- at. He's trying to say it goes flat. Those things don't go flat. There's so much
1: bounce, so much cushion Can. in those things, no. man. No, bro. See, well, yeah. and you gotta you gotta show him though the slides, Austin. The, oh, the-, the 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 Yeezy slides. These things are fresh. Austin just showed me. like well, he's got Johnny, them propped Johnny up loves there. the slides. We got them. We got I them up love here. I love my slides. We got
2: these ones here. We love Dang. foot technology. A little bit of bounce <laughs> yeah. in your step that they provide. You know, Real talk to Whisper Nation. Before I know, not to make this a sneaker show here, but I love sneaker technology and anything that, whether it's like you know the the Ultra Boost coming in here that Adidas stole from Reebok from like that Argentinian poly scientist that was like a crazy story, or you know we've got the we got the Air Jordans right here with the Air technology that came in, or the Crocs and the the rubberized Mono creation. Like I love shoe technology, so you know hit me up in the DMs if you ever want to get wonky on on shoes and shoe tech. You too, Scott.
0: Are the foundation of the body of fashion, we could say. And mock drafting is the foundation of your draft strategy. So it's you know, it's good that we segued right into the shoe to mock draft talk. That's what we like to do here. How is our mock draft looking, Johnny? Are we full here?
1: We got three Just left, three about. spots. Uh here, let me drop. There is a link if you're watching on YouTube. The link is in the description. We also tweeted it out also put in our discord but i'll put it in these comments right now love it scott calvin brown rob shorter all in here
0: all part of whisper nation uh the strong following that we have if you'd like to join again hit that subscribe button we are in our full off-season grind right now going live on monday and thursday evenings with y'all and uh, rocking and rolling Monday with the mock drafts. Thursday, just talking general strategy, uh, football topics, and fantasy football outlooks for the 2022 NFL season. Gents, after, you know, before we get started here, I, I'll kick this to Austin first. After a wild start to this free agency and off season, it's kind of... Uh, gotten a little bit calmed down anything else you're still waiting for I'm still waiting for the Packers to do
2: something at a wide receiver position but well we've yeah. still got some names right that if yeah. unless something happened between now and and whenever it did happen I I, <laughs> I haven't seen OBJ bit picked up I haven't seen Jarvis Landry get picked up I've seen some notable names still available Julio Jones another one there so yeah Travi I would be excited to see our Packers pick up a familiar name but it also gets me a little bit concerned it's Not like any of these GMs aren't talking. It's not like any of these guys don't have the ability to go out and sign them. So if they haven't gone out and signed them and like nobody has, what, what does that really say about the gas in the tank that's that's left?
0: Yeah. Maybe some doubt on Jarvis Landry's ability. Also Julio Jones, but also we have a situation in, um, you know, like OBJ who has the injury, who's probably not back in time. um, And then, You know, we just have to wait and see what happens with that. So uh, as Scott's pointing out here, DK went on the market today. They did say a couple of days ago, basically, that, uh, you know, based on his contract for for the right price, he could be dealt. I would love to see the Packers go and make a move. Oh, my God.
1: God, Can can, uh, the Cardinals? No, they can't. They had a chance to pick him up. They had a yeah, chance so to come up, you, you and happen, they decided I not to. They like Andy to... Isabella. You, you happy with
2: Andy Isabella? You got your man.
1: Yeah. No, you <laughs> trade Andy Isabella and some and, and get the original man in DK. Uh, I, Steve Kime, right, you're wrong, baby. Right, you're wrong. Bring DK to Arizona. <sighs> would that
0: forgive all if DK got traded over?
1: Hell no. yeah, it would. I don't
0: know. In, in Austin's opinion, I, I'd be sitting there thinking the same thing. It's like, uh, wait, hold on a second. We're going to wipe away everything. When you had a chance to go and draft DK – Hey, we make mistakes.
1: We make mistakes.
2: Steve Kime does a
1: lot. You know, there's (laughs) a, there's a famous saying, you know, was it love at first sight or did you need me to walk by again? DK, how might famous is that? Again? Yeah, seems, I don't know. I'm about to make so it so famous. famous.
2: I don't know, man. He dragged down Buddha Baker and had made a mm-hmm. meme about it on a play mm-hmm. that we came out on top, and somehow DK made it look like he was the hero of that play uh, because yeah. he's that cool. So no, no, he's so trying right the wrong by picking up this trade. Maybe if he pulls one that it, like he did on Bill O'Brien, like if we absolutely fleece the Seahawks, you know, and like trade Andy Isabella straight up for DK Metcalf, fine. But uh, I would, I would like, I would be really excited to see that. Oh,
0: freak Stomper, What up, freak stopper? What's going on, brother?
2: Welcome. I mean, honestly here, though, it's got to get three more spots filled. Go
0: ahead.
1: Uh, uh, go oh, ahead. two more spots now. Let's mass. Let's 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 go. Although I, really I will say though, more. the Packers, the Packers are so primed to make this move, it's stupid. Can I ask, it's, you,
2: it's like... a, can I ask you a real question on this one here? Like, we, we, we I, I heard Colin Coward break it down when the Rams signed I'm, I'm not extra. We actually wish move it happen? It doesn't matter. The point was that the smart teams right now seem to be loading up at wide receiver. It seems like that's the direction of the NFL. And so, oh, why would they go off and, and add another piece? Because that's the game of the future. That's how the NFL is shaping up. But we always say, too, if somebody zigs, if everybody's zigging, you know, maybe you should consider zagging on mm-hmm. this. And it creates yeah. some opportunities and some holes. And I'm just wondering if you guys think we're going to see any successful counter waves, I know teams are going to try, but do you see any successful counter waves coming to this outside wide receiver, primary offensive attack that we see from that we see from the bucks that we see from the LA Rams? Like is are our Packers going to be able to compete Travi in like a run first, but still with an accurate type of quarterback is that, is that makeup going to work, or do you see that team's trying, or what do you think is going to happen?
0: Yeah, well, one one thing that's very important is we have Aaron Rodgers, so that really kind of mitigates for a lot of the you know, issues. I mean, this is a guy who made Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Randall Cobb. Uh, you know, Remember he got pissed because Jake Kumaro got traded off the team or cut from the team. This is a guy who makes other wide receivers. Alan Lazard is a dude because of that. Um, yeah, Scott mentioning here the
2: 49ers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that take. Other uh, team number one in the AFC last year, the Tennessee Titans. I know they have yeah. A.J. Brown, but do they really? Or yeah, did they know, really am.
0: Hayward was on Pat McAfee talking about the difference now in the league where when we do all this spread offense and then we get all the scat backs going, you're going to see a few teams like the Titans, like the Colts that can do the one single back, maybe even the Packers and the Niners who can rotate through backs. And that run it style, that physical style, if you've got the offensive line for it, that can dominate a game. And so it mm. can slow down, take away from the other team, stop them from you know flying all over the place. And it establishes it just really de- demoralizes the other team. So that's the situation where I'm looking at. Yeah, I think a few of them will do it. I think the Patriots are always looking to run. I mean, that's just Mm. been their style since Belichick's been there. So they'll, I mean, they have really good running backs over there, Damian Harris uh, and Ramondre Stevenson. So they're going to try and do something like that too. So yeah, I think we'll have a few of them and some of them will pull it off. Some of them will fail miserably. Of course, I think the jets are one you got to watch because they come from a Shanahan 49ers tree, but they have a rookie quarterback and you know, yeah, Michael Carter's good, but is their offensive line good enough to establish it? Uh, There's going to be a few things like that. You know, I think there's gonna be prideful coaches and prideful schemes that don't have the personnel. And I think they're Mm. one of them. Maybe the Seahawks are another one that are gonna try and run it all the time, but they may not be good enough to do it. So there'll be the the good, the bad, and the ugly with it for sure. Um, speaking of which, we're we got these two ugly spots. Oh, Oh, boom,
2: freak stomper. Hey, freak stomper. One spot One left. left. We what give it right? like we give it sixty seconds, and 60 if not, seconds. we roll forward. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Tra- good. Travis, you bring up an interesting point right there. And I'm actually feeling bad for the elite quarterbacks in the NFL because I think I see a possible pathway forward given the hard given the hard cap reality of the NFL and some of these other recipes of success. It's almost like if you have a non-elite quarterback go up and load up on these outside weapons. Just like we saw the two Super Bowl teams do this year with Joe Burrow. And he's got so many T Higgins, Jamar Chase, other weapons to go along with it. L.A. Rams, same kind of thing. Like Matt Stafford is really good, but we're not calling Matt Stafford an elite quarterback. We never have. It's not. He's not in the top three. He's not in the top five. He might be right outside of that. He's certainly good enough, but he's not an elite quarterback. And he gets all of these weapons, you know, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Uh, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby, all these guys. And then you look in the past, and I know I'm kind of melding timelines here, but Tom Brady, who is an elite quarterback, he's only had one elite wide receiver his entire career, and that was Randy Moss. The rest of the time, he's getting it done with guys like Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. Aaron Rodgers has made his receivers elite, but we've never gotten an elite receiver that's come over to Green Bay. So it almost seems like if you're a mid to upper mid quarterback, you're going to get a bunch of these weapons. If you're an elite quarterback, they're going to go off and invest in other areas. Do you is am I onto something maybe with that, Johnny? What
1: do you think? Uh, I think it's a little different um, in my personal what I've seen. I think it's mm-hmm. more so like they know like a great quarterback can make good wide receivers great, or even subpar wide receivers good. Uh, and then whereas vice versa, you have to have a um, you know pretty good wide or uh, pretty good quarterback with a great wide receiver, like that could happen. But I I think in general, like the main consensus is like, if you have an elite quarterback, he's going to make those wide receivers good to great himself. You don't necessarily have to go out and get that great talent to bring it in. I think that that's why you've seen – the Packers continuously do that cuz Aaron Rodgers is great. He can make whatever uh you know whoever out they of need whatever. that elite talent at the wide receiver right.
2: spot cuz he's going to put it on he's going to fit it through a coke can size hole anyways. Yeah. yeah. So
1: like I mean that's why you made a huge deal about, you know, Jake uh, or Kumaro or uh, you know like these guys that like he could just if he likes you, he can turn you into a, a really good wide receiver. That's I mean, Yeah, if you if what you're good is. enough, he can catch the ball. He'll 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 find yeah. it for sure. So, so, all right, I think I'm we're
0: Wow. So all you right, you ready? Call it here. Yeah, let's right. do it. Get this thing going. Uh, Austin, you, you
2: picked the 12
0: oh, position man. here. Yeah. What are you feeling like in this in this uh, Super flex Dynasty startup you're going to hit with?
2: I'm just excited to see what's coming my way. We've done all of these Mock Draft Mondays, with Nation, and I, and I don't think – I've been really close to the front in all of them thus far, and I just wanted to try on a, a different outfit this time, Big Travi. What I'm hoping for – I'm actually just – I'm looking to zag. I'm hoping that we get enough people going one direction to call it a zig. And then I want to zag. I want to go the opposite way and see what comes out at the end of the draft.
0: Yeah, I'm interested because most of the super flex mocks we do, I'm towards the end. So I was interested to see what your strategy was, because I usually end up going double quarterback at the end of these things. Um, Just because, as you said, everybody's getting those skill positions when they can, especially young ones in a dynasty startup. So that's kind of where your mind goes initially. Okay. You know, but I I was tempted to take Josh Allen at one. I see that uh, our guy, um, what is it? Rob Shorter took, uh, Josh Allen here, Tampa blues. Johnny, you went with Jamar chase.
1: Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Dynasty. Um, I'm going, I'm going to try, I'm trying a little tactic. Uh, we'll see if it ends up happening here. Yeah. Tic-tac. Uh, there was something I wanted to do, and I just thought it would be fun um, way to try but to a J-
0: J- draft Jamar Chase. That's what you
1: wanted to do. That I mean, that's fun. the Sounds beginning. Fun. That's yeah. the beginning of the the dynasty. Well, tell uh, us what else, dude. Well, I'll tell you as it forms <laughs> in the next round. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do. Johnny
2: cares more about his mock drafts than he does about the content creation side of it, which is how you know
1: that well, Johnny love I draft. <laughs> <laughs> no i got go, and and here's the other thing i can't say Ooh, uh Brees hall went at 108 by Frank stomper um the other thing is i got Jay blizzy right next to me all that dude does is snipe my players so uh, no i don't want to tell him what i'm about to do because then he'll definitely take him and then i rage quit just kidding i don't rage quit <laughs> i actually try to pan out the rest of my draft so the zag
0: here. here austin would probably be a quarterback
2: based yeah but on both, what I, I i would have if both of one the ones of, that it's like i'm 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 at a, i'm at b level at best now like do i like justin herbert joe burrow long term yeah hell yeah i do but i don't think i can keep up with another like like the fact that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are both gone right now doesn't get me super stoked. I'm going to see who is still here. I, I could end up going that way. All right, I'm on the clock now.
1: Derek yeah, Henry, free, I do no. want I do want to bring this up really quick because uh, I saw this earlier. Sorry, Travis, cut you off here. But uh, Calvin's saying, I see funky, fresh AIs. That's right. Boy. Uh, courtesy Austin. I'm a main man. Got me these bad boys. There we oh, go. They're nice. Look at that, baby. Oh. Well, something just fell, but yeah, Awesome. coming through for your boy.
0: Happy baby, yeah. moon. Yeah, moonlight as yeah. a <laughs> as a sneaker show here. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: It's for the culture. It's for, <laughs> for, for the culture. Man, I'm brand. thinking, of, I'm thinking the about these quarterbacks over here. I would like a Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. You know, Ooh, so you I, went C.D. Lamb in the first. I did, dude. I'm. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I love DK. I just think AJ Brown though, with a yeah. whole healthy season, is so freaking special. AJ Brown's catch per or yards per catch are just ridiculous, and he is. I think like I, I always ask, what's the value over replacement? I don't think you can replace AJ Brown. He's not just like a wide receiver one. He's a special talent, and I think they're gonna figure out how to maximize his skill set here pretty soon.
0: I mean, he's basically all they got over there um, now with Julio gone. And I mean, they, he just continues to eat targets. And when that guy, he was doing it on his rookie year before
2: getting targets, you know, before getting a ton of targets. The fact they just brought over Julio back. Jones didn't have any yeah. impact. And like, I, I, I love Robert Woods. We all love the dynamic ability that Robert Woods brings to the table. I am not feeling like Robert Woods is going to be a significant fantasy playmaker playing in for the Tennessee Titans as the number two aerial option with Ryan Tannehill as the quarterback, he'll have his games. He'll have his moments. I'm just not banking him on and being a standard impact player. I think it's going to be AJ Brown over there in Tennessee as the one impactful aerial aerial piece.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that call. I I do think that woods will probably be a value later on in drafts. Not maybe not in this one in a dynasty startup, but you know, redraft situation.
2: Um, What do you think about that one? Johnny, like, I'm not, I, I love Robert Woods. I think he's going to be fine, but how do you see him actually shaking out fantasy wise in the Tennessee Titans offense?
1: I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're going to necessarily get, your, or I know you're not going to get the production that he saw in, uh, in LA. Now, his touchdowns. Yeah. Well, he'll probably get, them. did he get over a thousand yards in Buffalo? I got to look I, him back, I, but way before his LA days,
2: Robert Woods was like Robert perform better than his ADP woods. Like that's just who he was going back his like entire career. If I recall
0: correctly wide
1: receiver, he's He's only had two one, he's
0: only had two 1000 yard uh, seasons.
1: So I don't know that necessarily none of
0: them were in Buffalo.
1: Yeah. So I don't know that he necessarily uh, has like phenomenal value. I think, I think he's going to be more important to Tennessee and like continuing that, uh run run offense right he's a really good blocker um but i do think aj brown is going to be the guy that you want and i keep saying that in one of these years it's going to pan out like that but that's i i do think aj brown is like so on the verge of just having a mega like if before julio came over we thought he was going to be the he thought he could be the number one wide receiver last year yeah feel the
0: same way when it was jones when it was
2: julio jones yeah, John, Johnny yeah, called it well, well and didn't did not like Julio Jones as a fantasy prospect. You, no, because of where we,
1: where he was going and, and really things. quick. Yes, Scott. Yes, Scott. it is a superflex. Super so, but here's the thing: like Julio or AJ Brown has the ability to have one of those like two thousand yard receiving touch and like ten receiving touchdown, fifteen receiving touchdown seasons. Like he has that in him. Now, whether or not can he get to that level, maybe it might take you know Derrick Henry being out of the league before that actually happens. Mm-hmm. But I do think he has like the body and the making of a wide receiver who could definitely do that.
0: One note to, on A.J. Brown's body is that he has had a couple knee uh, procedures already, very young in his career. Yeah. So something to keep an eye on because he's had some cleanups
2: there. But um, um, Devontae, yeah. I love A.J. Brown. Third. Some interesting pieces there, right? It's Devontae so crazy. Adams like, climbing down to the third, Cooper Cup, end of the
0: second. Yeah, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams were both staring me down right there.
1: Uh, yeah, and Ron, I just... Ron, Ron, I went with Tyreek Ron. or... Yeah, I'm going to go D.Va. I don't know here. why. I'll be honest. Well, uh, I wanted to get... I was hoping I could get Joe Burrow. I thought, like... I wanted to get the double dip with Jamar Chase and Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. Okay. And so, but... Uh, Jacob Bly, ball don't draft. Don't lie. Jacob Bly gets our uh, number
0: one fan. Yeah. If you guys want to join whisper nation like Jacob Bly did from day one, hit that subscribe button. Help us out. Help us grow the channel here. We're on our way to 3000 subs on YouTube. Help us get there. Climbing the mountain. Just with a thumbs up.
2: You won't. I think these drafts, I want to get your guys' take a little bit on these great, great, great redraft wide receivers. We see slipping down a little further in Dynasty. Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, uh, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup even falling a little bit. Do you think these guys are going in about the right position? Like, should these guys all be going after? Um, I guess Jalen Waddle just got picked up. He oftentimes go a little bit earlier. But do you think that these positions for, like, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs are about right? Or are they slipping?
0: Uh, I think I think they're about right if we're looking at what the quarterback situation is. We don't know what it's going to be. These are guys coming from, you know, dominant numbers, but numbers with guys that they had huge rapport with if we look at Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. So for me, it's just a little bit of a questioning, like, what's going to happen. Um, it's not as secure of a... You know, I think, you know, Stefan Diggs and Debo Samuel are guys that will get schemed action. And, and, you know, Debo will get schemed action. But Stefan is a guy that's tied to Josh Allen. So I actually think they probably should go ahead of some of these guys mm-hmm. just be given their QB situation. But, yeah, I think this is about the right range. I want to say what's up to Slim Reaper. Uh, uh, yeah. What's going on, Slim? Because of got you OK with where they're going
1: He's
2: thinking really hard on this one, but I want to switch it over
1: here. You know, on did you, sorry, I didn't. Did you say I didn't hear him say my name, dude? I'm going. I'm going deaf over here. I got to turn up the volume. Uh, what dude, do you think? What do you think about the quarterback throw. side on it? Like,
2: cause like I took Aaron Rodgers here in the fourth. You know, and Aaron Rodgers is what like 38, 39 years old, 38 right now. Um, back to back MVP seasons, and we expect for him probably to be good again right now. But we obviously know this isn't gonna last forever. But like. In a dynasty startup, where do you take these quarterbacks that probably have a couple of really good years left, but they're, you know, on the other side of 35? But then Tom Brady, you know, does what he does. Where are we kind of evaluating these older quarterbacks in 2022? What do you think, Travis?
0: I think if you're going to take a Rodgers, if you're going to take a Brady, um, you've got to pair it in a Superflex. I would like to pair it with a couple of young upstart guys. Give me a Justin Fields, a Trey Lance, couple of these guys maybe both of those guys to pair with it so that you can you know bridge that gap so by the time rogers is retiring you understand if fields or trey lance is going to be it or if you're going to have to use your rookie drafts on a quarterback um so that's kind of where i would be at with it um trey lance would be my preference between those two to pair with like a rogers because uh it does seem like he's got the bigger upside for me in that shanahan offense Mm-hmm.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, because like I was sitting here between like a Rodgers and a Stafford. Who do you think is actually better in redraft this year?
1: I what do you think, you Johnny?
2: Have, well, I
1: think so. I, think, I think it's Stafford this yeah. year. Uh, unless, you know, now, again, we saw the NFL draft, which they have – Green Bay is set up to have really nice picks, so they could end up taking a one of the best wide receivers – And then bringing in one of these guys, here's the other reason why I think you have some of these wide receivers that are still free agents is because they're asking more. And so teams are going to be like, okay, well, they're asking more. Are they worth it potentially? But I can go out and try to get something in the draft. If they don't get something in the draft, someone takes their wide receiver or whatnot, because it's such a deep class this year, then they'll be like, okay, we want to bring in Jarvis Landry or bring in some. And then I think that's where you see the rest of these wide receivers end up landing and and settling uh but if aaron Rodgers gets you know one of the top wide receivers in the draft and then let's say they bring in a jarvis landry or they bring in um you know an obj even though he'll miss like half the season i do think the half that you get with him i I do think that Rodgers will still be a very efficient very effective uh quarterback
0: yeah, I, I think, think the, the problem with the. Sorry, Austin. I think the problem with Rodgers is that uh, what we saw at a Green Bay last year was just really, it was like um, a situation where they didn't need to always air it out to win they just did what was necessary to win games and they were very Mm -hmm. smart about the way that they methodically game planned for each guy so it it led to some more volatility in rogers as a qb as a fantasy qb last year so yeah he had his big games he's always going to have those you know monster games probably against the bears but uh Mm -hmm. yeah i mean these are the situations where it's like does stafford get in more games where you know he's going to be leaned on a lot more. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could probably make the same kind of case for the Rams as well. Um, well, with how, how they've loaded up, you know, and the, the thing maybe that in I, that division, you could say is a little bit tougher. So they will be in more, you know, equally
1: matched games. There is a very, and you know, it would be fun to do an episode on this and do dive into more research on it. But there is a interesting trend when it comes to veteran quarterbacks that you know either switch up their offensive coordinator or they go to another team that first year is you know like they show their potential right but that second year you usually see them just usually have a really good year uh now whether or not they'll be mvp or not like i'm not to debate that but generally you see you know these veteran quarterbacks have that take that next step because they really master that offense they had a whole you know off season to be with the program and get with their guys and so that is where i'm really intrigued by matthew stafford because you know we were all excited for him last year and he did well um but i think with the second year being uh, you know because we know how um you know it's complex the la rams offense is very complex so you get you know matthew stafford in there for a whole you know off season he can work with and continue to work on some of those relationships with van jefferson and and cooper cup and things like that and i do think that matthew stafford could even have a better year than he had this year matt stafford should have a
0: better year next year yeah they go yeah. Year this year right added alan, right add, added alan robinson he'll have cam Akers for most of the year or should have cam Akers for all of the year
2: yeah, there's no concern of regression for a 34 year old Matt Stafford coming off a really solid year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do on the offensive line. They lost Whitworth to retirement this year, and that was a big stalwart on their offensive line. But can,
1: yeah. can, actually, can we like
2: actually take a second here to have a little more conversation around Matt Stafford on this one? Because Matt Stafford finished as the number five overall quarterback in all formats, basically just under 4,900 yards, 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions with his first season on board in Los Angeles where Cooper cup had the greatest wide receiver season we've ever seen. He keeps Cooper cup. We're not concerned about regression. He finished the year healthy. They pick up Allen Robinson. He's going to be over there. They've still got Van Jefferson. We don't, I mean, and, and we have seen them go out and get whatever help they need. Where sh- if Matt Stafford does get better as pretty much every logical point would suggest that he will, where are we taking him in fantasy right now? Like Dak Prescott or Matt Stafford?
1: Um I'm taking, I see, well, I think I'm, Yeah, I think it depends on where you're at. Like on. I, I think I'm, I'm fine with both of those guys. I think they're both going to be really, really good. Who has, who do you think does better at the end
2: of the year? Jack Prescott, Matt Stafford. I'm asking you here, April fourth, 2022. Who finishes this year
1: ahead? <laughs> it's I think Stafford, it's, right? it's probably Stafford. But, yeah. but again, but again, the it's, rushing it's, upside that Jack
0: does bring could give you a could sway the boat. But we haven't seen him kind of get going. But, but the other so thing is who has the higher there,
1: upside so. and the answer isn't the that the higher upside isn't Matthew Stafford. The higher upside is Dak. Is it? It is. I think so uh, I think so.
2: I don't know. I Why? do
1: because, because look, they didn't have cam makers for the majority of last year. Sure. They had Henderson and he plugged in, played pretty well. They also had Sony that plugged in, played well. Um, but if cam makers is healthy the whole time, who knows what kind of touchdown production he takes away from Matthew Stafford and what then, about a dink
2: and dunk could that help him there
1: sure. could it be another
2: aerial weapon form too it, it,
1: it, it, absolutely but when you're just looking at offenses and like which one is also a little bit more explosive yeah i, I it just it's dallas you know and like they're dallas's offense
2: is more explosive than los angeles's
1: in theory <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you, you ask jerry jones, jones, jerry, yeah. 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 <laughs> jerry
0: jones
2: he'd be like yeah we're the better team <laughs> but i mean like real talk like this is a little bit different of a squad like cd lamb i i took Ceedee lamb in the first round i think cd lamb is probably the most talented young wide receiver and i uh, you know, right behind Jamar chase. I think that that's probably fair, but I think CD lamb is right there, but Cooper cup just had the best season of wide receivers ever had. Like in redraft, who's better this year, CD lamb or Cooper cup. That's well,
0: for sure. Cooper cup. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, they're and I, think I, don't they, I think they upgrade like no offense to, I know Johnny's going to take this personally, but I think they upgrade Robert Woods to, to Allen Robinson. Um, and I think that's that's a huge upgrade. Now you have two boundary-wide receivers that can kill you, essentially. Um, and then Van Jefferson's no slouch either. And Van, you know, kind of ex, you know gets a chance to kind of do his thing. And, and the Cowboys saying, lost yeah. Cooper. Yeah. They lost Amari Cooper. They're continuing to bring back the same people uh, on offense as far as the run game, which makes, tells me – and Stephen Jones is out here talking about, you know, Zeke is going to continue to be a focal point for their offense, which tells me – They just don't have any interest in changing and doing anything different. They're just going to roll out their studs and do the same stuff over and over again. And hopefully, you know, it works. Who's the Dallas coach? Mike McCarthy,
2: baby. Oh, that's right. (laughs) There we go. That's our man. That's our man right there. Uh,
0: Mr. Miyagi asking, is if Jimmy G stays with the 49ers, is it another lost year for Lance? I actually don't think so. We saw them try to get Lance involved a little bit last year, but he had the thumb issue, I believe, where he had some some somewhere some sort of injury in his first game where he ran like 16 times. But Jimmy G, if he stays, I think it you know, we're we're seeing the market kind of adjust for Jimmy G's surgery that he had. He could end up staying one more year. Um, that's there's a reality where that happens. But I think they would still even try to get Lance involved, maybe
1: halfway through the year or at the bye week. What's really wild like is they are apparent these are the rumors that they the 49ers camp had told Trey Lance and his like quarterback coach or quarter, whatever his like little group, uh like the certain things that he needed to work on in the off season to get ready for next year. And apparently according to sources, source says uh, that they gave the indication to Lance that he is getting the ropes uh, for this next season. He will be the quarterback. Now, again, I think, well, I mean, Shanahan went out and said as much at their recent press conference, but and I think ultimately they do want to transition to Lance. I, I, I think that they feel he's ready. However, obviously it's going to be dictated by what Jimmy G does and whether or not they can trade him. Um, and again, with, or what Travis had alluded to or said was that, you know, there's not much of a market there right now because Jimmy G's still going through the shoulder surgery. So that's also why the 49ers don't want to trade him right now because his value is lower.
3: Mm.
0: You interested at all in uh, some Trey Lance, Austin? I didn't see you jump in on any Trey Lance talk. You know, I, I know the
2: young QB isn't your isn't your speed. I think that the 49ers are the perfect team to keep both of these guys going for at least one more season. I have no idea how good Jimmy Garoppolo is. I don't know how anybody gives a full take on what they think this man is about. Like I've never seen this guy play a full season. I haven't seen this guy in enough clutch moments. I haven't seen this. There's always like shifting variables and they shifted too many times, whether that be his skill positions, his expectations.
1: um, I mean, people love him because he's a winner. He's just a winner. That's no, what people Is he, though? I don't yeah, know why. At his. Plays on a
2: winning team. Yeah, but so is Rex Grossman. Yeah. Like, it's. I'm not hey, – he's been a part no, of winning squad. So you cannot compare. I absolutely right can't. Sure, I can't. Because no, I haven't seen Pete Garoppolo do anything. What has he Rex done? Rex Grossman like, did not have a winning record. He took he him to the Super Bowl, my man. Like – that's that's pretty he, winning right there. At he least did, not do, he did not do that. He did not do that. And uh, what has uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, done? Value over, over replacement. <laughs> sexy Rexy value over replacement. No. Well, sexy if you swap Jimmy Garoppolo, if you swap Jimmy Garoppolo did. and sexy Rexy, who goes no. further?
1: You're not. That's not a serious question. It is a serious question. Because really how think think
0: think Garoppolo. I think the comp is it's not as outlandish as you would think,
1: Johnny. I think the comp. Oh, it's pretty outlandish. What is Jimmy
2: Garoppolo? I'm not even trying to be shitty here. I'm like, I'm genuinely curious. Like, why do we think Jimmy Garoppolo is anything like, yes, he's playing quarterback, but value over replacement, like take him just take a Jag, take a Jag quarterback, just a guy and put him in as the starting quarterback for the 49ers. He can listen to rules. He can follow the formula. And he's got Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk and a stellar defense doing the thing. Like, what's the value of a replacement for Jimmy Garoppolo?
0: Jimmy Garoppolo feels like a LaCroix version of Kirk Cousins. Like he's a little bit watered down. He's not exactly the same flavor, but he's going to make big mistakes in the moments that you need him the most. Yeah, he has wins because, you know, Shanahan's going to be able to scheme him into wins. Like Kirk Cousins has plenty of wins in games where he slings it out. But these aren't guys you really, really want to be the franchise quarterback for you. Now, some teams would take him. You know, I think Indy would be interested. You know, if they didn't go get Matt oh, Ryan, like, I thought, it was, were, good, I thought really it was a good. I thought it was a good fit. Him. The late surgery kind of hurt that, but uh, we'll see where he lands. Seattle could be a decent fit for Jimmy G.
2: You know, pair him with a run game. What um, Jimmy G. touchdown to interception ratio? Top of the head. Does anybody know it? No, uh, I don't either.
1: Well, they. I'll tell you, he threw. I I have it pulled up here. He had. Uh, Hold on. I had it. And then passing touchdowns. So
2: he had, 71, he had... 71 to 38. So he's pretty far below two to one. That's concerning to me. He's below a two to one touchdown interception ratio.
0: Yeah, like I think he's he just too mistake prone sometimes to be considered a franchise I don't think he's a guy, but...
2: so So he makes mistakes. And does he make plays? Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a Jimmy Garoppolo highlight. So it's like he's like it's like he's like it's like he's kind of a bad game manager, but he's handsome and he shows up on time, and he's dating porn stars. Yeah, That's a, it, who that's knows it. what that dude's cooking with, man. That's it, dude. Like, I like, talk, it. tell me, like, tell me why Jimmy Garoppolo is better than a that is better than like a slightly below average game manager.
0: So I think he's better than like your Carson Wentz's and your Baker Mayfields and your. You know, at, to this point, to uh, but that could be cha- that could change. Tua's got a good year set up here. Finally, okay. I think to to kind of make his his stake. But yeah, I don't. I, I think you're right. I think he's on. He's like a B rated game manager, in my opinion. I don't know that he's very pretty. You know, up there okay. in my opinion.
1: So, Jimmy G, it, it has a seventy, just under seventy two percent win win percentage. Rex Grossman, Austin's guy. Playing
2: for the Patriots and the 49ers.
1: Austin's guy. Here Rex Sexy Rexy was 25 and 22 as a quarterback. He was not and above 500. Close. He has an
2: above Are you serious? He has an above 500 win record. Rex Grossman won more games than he lost. Is that what you're mm-hmm. telling me? He won three more games than he... Than Rex Grossman won, he won more games than he lost. I'm actually okay. surprised that Rex Grossman has an above 500 win record. What's Baker Mayfield's win record? You, dude, dude.
1: Again, you're getting Jimmy G's is seventy-two percent, so that's why people really like Jimmy G and want. Does that have anything to do is, with Jimmy G though? He is a really good game manager, and you don't need this flashy guy. Uh, and that's like the big thing that everyone like thinks that you need is this big flashy guy at the quarterback position. And you really don't.
2: You just need a guy who's not going to make a lot of mistakes and who's going to keep driving the ball down the field. Is that Jimmy Garoppolo? Right. Yes. That's why he's, he's he been able to. to,
1: bro. He's beat the Packers. <sighs> he's the quarterback that's beat the Packers out of the playoffs the last few years.
2: No, he's, I mean, yes. he's been the quarterback for the yeah. team that yes, has beat us. He's won. You can't, uh,
0: you can't put it on Jimmy G beating the right. Packers because they choke in the playoffs. So that's not really a Jimmy he's G. He's
2: been the quarterback for the team that has beat us. Yeah. And no he's doubt. Choked, he choked
0: in big moments too. He choked in the Super Bowl. Um and he choked last year against the yeah, Rams? He also,
1: yeah. What about or what when what about when he didn't? When the and the do we forget the week seven? He never did not 18? choke
0: because he doesn't have a ring. So um, you're saying you can I'd use a Jimmy football. G, and that hasn't been like who who have you used?
1: What do we what are we doing here? What do we <laughs> we're trying to figure out if Jimmy G is good a Jack? he's a good football player he wins uh, games now is he if you're asking is he a good fantasy football player no but is he a good quarterback and why do why do teams covet him because he's a winner he just wins games teams covet him yes there are several teams that want Hmm. him right now but they don't he they haven't had a formal offer because he has he's hurt that is his big thing he's always hurt like there's always something wrong that is this co- that's is the one downfall. Well, I, I love I
2: love to be win. I love to be surprised in a positive fashion and I would love to have I would love to say I'm wrong on Jimmy G. I, I I I would love to say I'm wrong on Jimmy G. I just don't know if he is a good football player. I don't
0: I I don't know. Awesome. We're looking at at round 10 here and then I'll ask Johnny here for round 11. Maybe we'll get by there. Oh, Actually, I'll I ask know. I'll ask Johnny or ask oh, Austin here because he, Johnny's about to pick. In around ten, any any uh, these picks stick out for you in this dynasty startup that we're rocking with here? I like that Kadarius Tony pick. I
1: know. I. And it was That's kind my of favorite bunch. A, it was kind of a panic yeah. pick there. Who do I go with? I need a running back here. Um I could go with my theory and get Miles Gaskin, and I'll have at least a running back for, for some. No, I'm going to go Alexander Madison here. Uh, I don't really like that, but eh. Madison over Gaskin. I like oh, to take on Gaskin. I didn't, uh, fuck. Ronald Jones is right here. Damn it. That's where I should have went. Well, whoever. Good boy. Yeah, he's not going to make it back to me, so someone's going to get him. But actually, uh, that would have been a better one than Alexander Madison because at least – he should get more opportunity rojo this calvin brown says jimmy g
0: is a decent streamer and if you want if you punt on qb he's a viable fantasy starter like almost any other qb you have to live and die with him week to week yeah i mean you can get by streaming for sure we were more talking as a franchise for sure Uh, but you know jimmy g still wasn't going to wow you they run so much in san fran it's like he doesn't get the touchdowns you'd want to see normally from a streaming quarterback in the big game. So that's what gets a little bit tough when you stream a guy like Jimmy G. Be interesting to see if he gets dealt though with this injury. Sta Baker's still not dealt either. That's the, that's the surprising one. I thought he would have been dealt to Seattle by now.
1: Yeah. So I guess it's um, Seattle is interested, but they don't necessarily want to pay the contract. But and I guess they are also very much interested in Drew Locke. Like they actually that wasn't just a throw in, I guess, or that's being that was what was being reported. was like the Drew Locke wasn't just a throw in like they legitimately like him and think that he can run their offense. And then like they're also trying to resign uh, Geno Smith because it was just a one year deal that they had him under or a two year. But it's up now. Um, and he played pretty well for them so I guess they're trying to like figure that out before they you know make a formal offer I guess for Baker but there's also reports that Carolina is a little bit interested uh, not so much in trading for him but if he gets released they would be intrigued by bringing him in
2: you know on that topic there I want to say that I think that Baker Mayfield is the quarterback I would rather have going to my franchise than Jimmy Garoppolo right now. I would, if I'm a team that needs to take a shot on a new on a new franchise face, a new guy behind center that maybe, you know, you're you're still going to draft another quarterback next year, maybe this year, but you want somebody that gives you hope. I'm going Baker. I like what Baker brings from a ceiling lifting perspective, from an excitement perspective, um, but also if I'm Cleveland. I'm taking Jimmy Garoppolo to sit there while Deshaun Watson is suspended over Baker Mayfield this year. Like I just want to see that switch up happen. But if I'm a team that doesn't have a connection to either one of these dudes, and I need one to be my at least temporary face of the franchise, I'm going Baker.
1: Hmm. You you with me,
2: Johnny?
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I I think Baker will get another opportunity. I think he is a good quarterback. You talked about his uh, record. I'm, I know that he's not, uh, or he's around 500% or, or um, mm-hmm. win percentage is 50 or 500, but it is saying something because he is coming from Cleveland. So I always throw that caveat in there. like, uh, Which is but true. I think, and on I the same
2: token, that, works the same way on the opposite end for Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I remember you think,
0: store way too often. That's am I speaking that Scott's clear? My, <laughs> exactly. Am I speaking yeah. that elevated?
2: Am I, I there? yeah adding a perspective to your
0: thought process do it 420 scott? says hi guys what's going what's on what's up? Up? speaking of weed speaking of the weed store scott asking if we're doing underdog are you dropping the link in sleeper first we will be dropping it in here for y'all so stick with us as we do the underdog best ball draft right after this one i gotta get in here after and we get
1: through it. our draft grades and then we'll drop that link but yes, yeah we'll get it we'll get it to you scott that's right,
2: Whisper Nation. We're going to be doing a best ball draft right after this one. Real money, real best ball tournament, drafting alongside with you. We're going to do a six-person draft. It's going to be the three of us, me, Johnny, and Travis. And then the first three that show up will be a part of that best ball tournament. We're going to do it right after we get done with our draft grades for this one. Rashma.
1: Well, I like what you did there, Travis, with the Danny Dimes and Mitch after – and having Ryan Tannehill, like the way that you went about. like I, I don't. Think. I hate this. Maybe, I absolutely Travi, hate it. Can, you,
2: to turn around? can yeah. you give us a bit of a breakdown, Travi, on your team? Because normally we don't do the draft greats on our own squad. So maybe as we come down to the end of it here, Travi, you can share us maybe a little of what you put together on your uh, squad, What you like, what you don't. I don't like a lot of it. <laughs> um, DK, I went with. I wish I would have done like a Debo
0: Samuel or even a Tyree Kill here. That's all right. Yeah, I went more, a little more win now than after that. Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, Fournette. Um, But I do like the squad. I think it's just, it's not a huge dynasty startup uh, strength here. So then, if it's win now with my skill position players, I I had to get guys that had a little bit of mobility Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Mitch Trubisky. So all three of those guys, uh, you know, very, very watered down versions of Lamar Jackson. Uh, but I am excited for their new situations. Uh, obviously, sarcasm in there. Cortland Sutton and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. I think all with new situations, you know, around them. I think it's all going to be really good, and I, I'm excited for at least one or two of those guys to really have a breakout year this season. So, I like what I did here. Um, I think it, it can be it can be serviceable. If Mitch Trubisky, if they play, if they build that offense around his strengths, that guy was a, a, a decent fantasy quarterback mm-hmm. in Chicago in Matt Nagy's system, which has kind of killed offensive stars over the last few years. So I think it's possible. I think Mitch Trubisky could shock some people here. He's, he's a definite sleeper. TV I do, me.
2: too. I I mean, look the, what Mike the, Tomlin has done. With Look what Mike Tomlin did last year with a 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. They made the right. playoffs. Mitch and Trubisky's got more in the tank off. than that. So much
0: talent at the wide receiver position over there. So much talent at the tight end position running back. I think they're, you know, there's some stuff here uh to cook with for Mitch Trubisky. So I'm excited about
2: it. And I think you got a really good win now team right now. You got the best running back, and then you got Mixon. You got two top fives, and then DK and I don't like waiting quarterback on
0: quarterback position scary. Yeah, in super flex, but I think if I get, you know, these two of those should
2: work out. Johnny, what about you, man? What do you think about your squad? You want to give us like a quick breakdown um, on what you did for yourself?
1: I think it's a, I think it's decent. I kind of got trapped in like, am I trying to win now or win in the future? Um but so like I yeah, that's where I kind of win got, back to the future. Win back to the future here. Hold on, I'm gonna take my boy here real quick and then I'll break. Uh so I got Obviously, start off wide receiver. Um, I I stacked my wide receivers. I really like my wide receiver class here. Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel. I'm gonna scroll up
2: just a little bit so we can see that top one. Oh yeah, sorry.
1: Um, yeah, so Jamar Chase, uh, Debo Samuel, Devonta Smith, Hunter Renfro, Kadarius Tony. I think that all I like all those wide receivers. I think, and I was looking to try to get. Kenny G but he went right before me of course because Jay Blizzy sniped it from me uh and then my uh running backs Aaron Jones (laughs) Aaron Jones uh James Robinson Alexander Madison Trey Sermon so definitely have some uh running back needs here uh but quarterbacks I got Dak Prescott Derek Carr I think two solid quarterbacks I also grabbed Baker just now so and then my tight ends Mark Andrews, Mark Mandrews, a friend of the show, and Hunter Henry. So, I like my team. I think it's solid. I do have some areas of dire need, though, at running back. Like, could get real scary, real thin, quick. Jones-Robinson, play every
2: game. Don't get hurt. Yeah. Then you're kicking ass this year, bro. Yeah,
1: then maybe.
2: No, I like it a lot on that side. I mean, like, Jones-Robinson, great. Like, two starters there, and then, like, you're stacked at receiver, and, like, you didn't sacrifice anything at the quarterbacking spot. Like it might not be a, a, a sharp strength, but you're not looking at any holes there with Car and Prescott, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah I mean, I if think...
0: Carr like can elevate his game, then you're gonna look at it like a, a, a great super flex quarterback. Like right, yeah. second, you know what I mean? So he's yeah. just gotta get a little bit better. And I think Devonte Adams should help him get a little bit better, right? Like that only makes sense. Uh but we'll see what happens there. Austin, What about you, man? Let's hear, hear your
2: book. I kind of like, it. you know, lamb and Brown. I got my two favorite young wide receivers. I think they're great for win. Now. I think they're great for win over the next 10 years. Um, and then I was kind of surprised about the running back talent that I was still able to pick up there with a uh, Antonio Gibson, Michael Carter, and Elijah Mitchell, like Antonio Gibson and, and Elijah Mitchell. We're looking at, at two very, very startable on a running back one and a, Running back, two, who I think will do even better. Michael Carter had really nice flashes, uh, picked up some youth at the running back spot to go along with there. And then Kenneth Gainwell, who's just in his second year. I know he didn't do a lot last year, but, you know, we'll see what happens with Doug Peterson. Or, excuse me, with a new head coach over there for the Eagles. Doug Peterson's with Jacksonville now. Um, And to see what's about. Like, there's just a possibility. I like a little dart throw on Kenneth Gainwell later on in drafts. so I like my running back situation. Uh, we talked about my top two wide receivers in Lamb and Antonio Brown or A.J. Brown. Like that. And then Amon Ross-St. Brown in the seventh. Uh, I think that's a sneaky pick up there that's pretty late. And then Bateman, yes. Bell, and Ross to put in there. I like my wide receiver depth. And it is a super flex. Aaron Rodgers and and T. Law coming in. I don't think it's the best combo, but it it could be really strong. You know, Aaron Rodgers, we'll see about him over the next couple of years we'll see about this year in hindsight i probably would have gone a different direction but he's on my team and i don't hate it um and then trevor lawrence I, i'm last year was just a write-off year for me with uh, everything jacksonville had going on that was all weird I, i'm excited to see what trevor lawrence is and i hope doug peterson can do him well we'll see
0: i love your core of of the two wide receivers the three wide receivers really and the three running backs
3: mm, yeah like
0: gibson carter and mitchell i think could just have monster years uh from for a couple years to come here too. Uh especially Mitchell in the San Fran offense. And right. then obviously Lamb Brown and Amon Ross St. Brown. That's some some really juicy wide receiver play there too. And that's core, right? I didn't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And young too. So that's right. beautiful. Well we did it, guys. Yeah. We've we did another one in the books here. This was a Dynasty twelve team uh super flex dynasty startup. Sorry mouthful there uh and we mocked here with a with a bunch of you from whisper nation so we're going to roll through these grades and then we're going to drop our underdog link so you guys can mock with us on a best ball tournament uh but before we do that let's roll through our grades here johnny i'll let you start here you want to get brocal tampa and death by rona
1: yeah i can do that all right i'll start it off we got brocal 38 with that number two overall draft pick selection here Start out with Justin Jefferson, number one wide receiver off the board. Then went Austin Eckler. Actually, I'm going to put in a rewind real quick because I'll do the wide receiver class, and then I'll break down his running backs. So grab Justin Jefferson in the first. His other wide receivers are Michael Pittman, which he grabbed in the sixth round. He got our guy BMW in the ninth round, and then LaVisca Chenault all the way down in the uh, 13th round. So pretty solid wide receiver uh, group right there. Running backs, Austin Eckler in the second, Nick Chubb in the third. That's a really nice little combo right there on the turnaround. Uh, then in the eighth, got Miles Sanders, forgotten, kind of running back in Philadelphia there. And then Rashad Penny, Chuba Hubbard, and Zach Moss there in 11th, 12th, and 14th round. Very, very well done, BroCal. Like, that's very nice stack of running backs. Jumping over to the quarterbacks, there's you could see here is where kind of uh you definitely felt the impact of waiting on a quarterback. Yeah, Justin Fields in uh the fourth there, Tua Tagovailoa in the fifth. So those two quarterbacks could be, they have a lot of upside, right? Certainly, but the downside could be quite scary. Also went with uh Will uh Willis, rookie quarterback, and Jimmy Garoppolo there in the 15th. So overall, oh, and then, excuse me, uh, tight end got Dallas Godert there in uh, the seventh round. So pretty solid team, actually, like as I'm breaking this all down again, biggest kind of uh, hole, I guess, I, if you could call it, that would be at the quarterback position. But it's more of just like question marks, uh, not necessarily like a gaping hole. So, yeah, I, I like this. <laughs> I like this deep. The gaping. Yes. All right. So Austin, what do you, what do you get Keep here? A family what great yeah,
2: gaping, huh? Okay. I got great on paper, but I'm scared.
1: Ooh, that's, that's
2: what I've got on this. Great on paper, but I'm scared. Like I, I, if I'm going a letter grade on this one, I, I don't, I don't see myself. I don't know if I can go below a B plus on this, but I'm scared about Austin Eckler's health. Uh, I'm scared about Nick Chubb and the, and the Cleveland Browns offense. We saw Nick Chubb miss some time last year. That could be a sign of things to come. I hope it's not. He's my dynasty running back too, but it is what it is. Fields and Tua Tagovailoa could end up being, like, two of the best quarterbacks over the next generation fantasy-wise. They also could be names that we talk about, like we talk about Mitch Trubisky. It could be like we talk about Mitch Trubisky. You know, like, they're, ah, give him a shot. Let's see him do it. They've had a couple Mm -hmm. good games, but they're not franchise dudes. They end up getting replaced. And they kind of move through purgatory through their NFL careers. I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I can see a pathway where that goes down. And Pittman, um, Mike Williams, like he got that fat deal. We love what he's about, but like he's never had it done a full season long. And I just see more of that throughout the team. Miles Sanders, uh, Rashad Penny, Laviska Shenault, Zach Moss. A lot of these guys that their highlights are stellar, but they haven't been able to stitch it together over the entirety of a year. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do that moving forward.
0: Yeah, it was tough to give it a letter grade. So I gave it two essentially (laughs) C minus or C plus B minus because I couldn't figure it out. Um, I think it's yeah, like Austin said, it's kind of good on paper, you know, aesthetically, you look at it, you like it. But I think that there's a lot of it that you're like, oh, this is actually gonna, you know, I'm gonna be shit, you know, down the down Creek without a paddle essentially, <laughs> you know? And I just, I think that that could end up happening. We're like, oh yeah, Justin Fields and Tua could be awesome. They also could be busts and out of the league in two years. You know, I could yeah, actually see that happening. So um, that's, that's the unfortunate part about this, but not a bad one on paper. And for a mock where, you know, it doesn't even matter. It looks good.
1: looks really All good. Right. Yeah. All right. You've got to Tampa me? blues, Tampa blues. I'll do these three and then, uh, oh, gotcha. and then, yeah. so Tampa blues, we got, Took quarterback first and second. So you got Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts as his two quarterbacks. Pretty solid there. And then took a running back, Cam Akers, in the third. So pair Cam Akers with uh, A.J. Dillon the seventh. I was looking at that. I was bummed he got taken right before me. Also getting uh, Cook, Dalvin Cook's little brother. Coming out rookie, we'll see where he ends up landing. Oh, took a bunch of uh, rookie running backs here. You got uh, Robinson and Pierce. uh, And then also has uh, Daryl Henderson there in the 13th. So running back room could be a little bit shaky. A lot of uh, rookie running backs. We'll see where they end up landing and what their kind of depth uh, chart landing spot looks like. But that could be a little bit risky. Uh, As far as wide receivers, uh, Deontay Johnson in the fourth, T. Higgins in the fifth, like, those two, Allen Robinson in the eighth, Adam Thielen in the ninth, took Watson, rookie uh, rookie in the, the 11th, and Pierce in the 15th, another rookie wide receiver. We'll see where those guys go. But overall, that initial core is pretty nice. And Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, those four wide receivers you, I think you'd be set with for this year. Uh, tight end, Hawkinson took him in the sixth. And that is your whole team. That's a pretty solid team there. So last time I started with Austin, this time I'll start with Travis. What kind of grade letter you get this?
0: Yeah, you remember in, like, kindergarten, you're, like, painting toast and you're making macaroni necklaces and then teacher comes at the end of the day and gives you a gold star. That is (laughs) what I'm giving to my guy Tampa Blues here. And that's because I really can't poke any holes. You could say the running backs. I get that. But I like that, you know, you're only starting two of them. He's got Cam Akers and Dylan for now. We don't know where these rookies are going to wind up. Let's say one of them got to a decent position and he was able to get them there. Um, But I think other than that, there's no holes on this roster. So it's really about his bench running backs, which Mm -hmm. in Dynasty, that's kind of okay because you're going to turn those guys over quicker anyway. So, yeah, I think, you know, I didn't want to be
2: boring and just give him an A, so I gave him a gold star. I'm kind of with you there, Travis. I'm going B with upside.
1: <laughs> it's a top heavy B. Yeah. Top heavy. It's a.
2: Beat. It's a. Yeah, that, yeah. I was trying to allude to upside on this one. <laughs> a, a high, a big ceiling for this B. That's what you can see right there, and it's because it's right now where it's at outside of the quarterbacks. Which in a super flex, it's nice to have strong quarterbacks, which he has right here. I love this combo of Josh Allen, who's been the back-to-back number one overall fantasy quarterback last two years, and Jalen Hurts, who is just a reasonable game plan. And a take his foot off the break away from being a perennial top five quarterback. We'll see, you know, mobile quarterbacks have their question marks. But moving on from that, like, it's just stellar. It's really nice. Uh, Cam Akers is, we'll call him his anchor running back because I kind of have to right now. He doesn't have another one that is going to even be the starting running back. And that's why he gets a B for me is he only has one starting running back on his team. Now with Robinson and Pierce, throw in Cook, Henderson and Dylan. you've got a nice probable bench. That's coming together, and who knows, as Travis said, what's going to happen with these rookie running backs. But as Travis said, we'll see what happens with these rookie running backs. They could end up being not starters as well. So I can't get more excited yet, but that's why it's got to be with upside. I like where he situated himself. Hawkinson is one of the better, younger tight ends that you could pick up, win now, win later. Um, The wide receivers aren't, super intimidating, but they're like low key destructive for, for your squad. I like it. Deontay Johnson, T Higgins, um, Thielen Robinson, and then some younger pieces to come in there. I like it a lot. I I think you're going to be happy with this team for a long time. Solid foundation.
1: All right. And I'll round out here with Mr. Scott death by Rona took, and is with his first pick Najee Harris with one Oh four Najee, then his other running backs, he went, uh, David Montgomery all the way in the fourth Ceh in the seventh Kareem hunt in the eighth chase Edmonds in the ninth. He, he took chase Edmonds boys, even though chase Edmonds is going to be wearing Crocs. So maybe Scott's coming around on the croc, uh, croc talk there. You're a croc fan. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't Everyone know. Is. Yeah. So Scott <laughs> pointed that out that chase Edmonds probably wears Crocs. Um, Pretty solid uh, running backs there. In the second, you went with Cooper Cup, grabbed the fourth, fifth wide receiver off the board, Is paired that wide receiver with Michael Thomas in the sixth. I like that value. Got Calvin Ridley all the way in the 11th. Well, obviously taking next year off, but then we'll see what ends up happening after that. Got Bobby T, our guy, in the 12th. Rondale Moore, that's a good one, in the 13th. Michael Hardman in the 14th. And then uh, Callaway, our guy, all the way in the 15th. Pretty Pretty good job there. Uh, I like that. And then George Kittle in the fifth as this tight end, and there's two cor- uh, quarterbacks were Deshaun Watson in the third, and then Jameis Winston in the tenth. This is a good team. Scott drafted a good team. What do we all right, Austin? What do you what do what grade do you give him?
2: I'm still stuck right now on this quarterbacking situation. I
1: like Watson well, and 22. Winston. He could be really screwed for like half this season. I know, but then, but then dynasty though, long term, he he probably okay. He could still be screwed. He could still be screwed. Yeah, yeah like, I guess he, sure. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. that's I I really just kick not get past there on
0: this like, like. He just went for Johnny's heart here. Johnny's like, this is a great team. It's because yeah, you drafted Chase Edmonds and Mikul Hardman and Marquez Callaway, Robert Woods too. <laughs> of course, you think this Rondo team is Moore. great. Like Ryan, yeah, exactly, exactly. There, there you go. go. Michael yeah. Tom. this is a good team. Luckily, you, uh, he wanted you dry, grading these team, this team for sure. Wow.
2: This is a, you know what this team is to me. This to me is a million dollar possible lottery ticket. Mm. That's yeah, what it is to that. me on this one. And it's just, it's just, I, I, I can't give a solid answer when we're dealing with guys who haven't played football in over a year and a half i'm talking about michael thomas i'm talking about deshaun watson um i'm talking about like like there's just and then the rest of the oh, squad calvin is just a little ridley. bit
1: calvin yeah. ridley will be on that <laughs> same time timetable really
2: right like it's this team that it could this be the best team his team name is we the
0: future this is Kanye yeah. West's fantasy football team right here. It
2: kind of is. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it's got it's got two sides. It's an A or a C minus like it's an A or a C minus for me. It's a lottery. Yeah, so ticket.
0: I said that C is for Crocs. It's also for average.
2: <laughs> and I wow. think
0: that this team, uh, it just has too many. I think Austin put it really well there. It just has too many things that are like, man, it could go really good or really bad. Right. And so I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to go see. I'm going to hedge my bet. All right. It's me or you, Travi? Uh, you could go for this one, Austin, if you're good. All right. Uh, do or you we're... Want to do BJ, Blizzy, yes. and Freak Stump?
2: There we go. Brett Johnson, what's up, man? That's our back-to-back League of Record champion. Always a treat to have you with us here. Dalvin Cook in the fifth, followed by T- DeAndre Swift, In the second, going for a couple of win-now running backs. And Devontae Adams in the third. We're keeping that win-now trend ahead. Matt Stafford, Tom Brady. This man can put a fit together. Keenan Allen and James Connor. I'm just going to stop there. On Those first seven picks are solid. These are all great win-now pieces um, that I would say good luck having anybody else uh, that you're playing up against. Chase Claypool's got a little bit more shelf life to him. Um, along with Jalen Rager, Tyler Boyd, and Julio Jones, nice depth pieces there. Uh, Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz, good tight end spot here. You know this team is going to, I think, has the possibility to struggle in two years, but that's not where we're at. We are where we are today. I like this squad. You're you're gonna you're gonna be in the playoffs for sure, barring something weird. But what about you guys? What do you think, Johnny? Go for it.
1: Yeah, um, this I'd say. C-minus for me. C-minus? Uh, I think yeah. you're salty because we graded Scott's team so bad. No, no, no. Tell us why? Uh, yeah. Because – okay, maybe he produces this year. Maybe he gets this team together for this year, and these guys are like – but there was a lot of these guys that, like, popped off last year, so – and Dalvin Cook could be out of the league. We don't know about that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Connor, how many years does he have left? Maybe two. Uh, so like, yeah, could he be in, in potential, like you better hope he wins it this year or maybe he might be able to get another, like, but he's got a strong two year window. I don't even know if it's two years, to be honest with you, because Tom Brady probably won't be back next year. Mariota. We'll see if he even has a job next year. Um, and then you look at just again, some of these other, like is Dalvin cook could be out of the league. Uh, James Connor, we'll see health. He's always dealt with health with his stuff. Um, I do like Knox. I do like Ertz. Those are solid tight ends. Wide receivers are solid wider. Well, I'll get Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Chase Claypool. All those three are like pretty solid. All, But they're near the end of their career as a part, as opposed to like earlier. So it's going to be in rebuild mode pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I that's true. imagine. All right, Travis. Uh, this is a
0: typical BJ. This is what <laughs> nice. Brett does. Uh, for those of you that don't know that are aren't in our League of Records or Dynasty teams, uh, he he drafts guys that he can trust. You know, it's uh, it's guys that he can count on. Guys that are, you know, they, you know, could be very vanilla for the rest of us. Like Johnny had plenty of things to say about this team, but. At the end of the day, it ends up producing some numbers, uh, you know, and I think that's what'll probably happen here. I think as Johnny started to grade it, he saw that the wide receivers were actually pretty, you know, decent. But for a dynasty startup, yeah, I can I can see why you graded. This is a
2: good redraft team.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and to be fair, he might not have even known. So let us know. Fair. Fair. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, Jay Blizzy next. A blizzy takes Christian McCaffrey in the seven spot and Javante Williams there in the second round, the rest of his running backs, Melvin Gordon and Khalil Herbert to round it out. Okay. You expect to have some strong win now barring health there with CMC and Javante Williams. And they're both young. CMC is still technically young. We'll talk about the tread on the tires though is, is something to consider in the propensity to be getting injured. But moving on, Stefan Diggs, Chris Godwin, and Jerry Judy would be your one, two, three wide receivers. I like that this year. I like that the next few years. I think that's pretty strong. Juju Smith-Schuster and Kenny Galladay are fine depth pieces for you. I mean, there's only two starting wide receivers here too. So I think you're in a good spot with these wide receivers for both win now and with a little bit of shelf life to boot. Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Zach Wilson, and Carson Wentz. I think you set yourself up really nicely to have two Decent plus quarterbacks every single week. Uh, and then Darren Waller and Dalton Schultz. Nice. These are good tight ends. Um, they're going to last you a few years. You'll have to pick up some tight ends at some point in time, but don't we all? So breaking it down, I think that that's, I don't I don't see any holes on my end, but what about you, Travis? How are you seeing uh, Josh Blizzy, a former Whisper Listener League champion?
0: Blizzy just kind of does this. He comes in and drafts decent teams. I think this is, you know, similar to a dessert, Like vanilla ice cream, Uh, this is going to get the job done. It is still ice cream. You are going to feel good after you, you know, the endorphins are going to hit, but it's not really popping off the page to you in any in any big way. Um, So, I I think it's I think it's a fine team. I think this will get it done. I I like this team actually much better than Brett Johnson's team uh, Mm. that we just got done grading. But I think they're very similar in the build, you know, and what we're talking about here. They're just guys that are going to get it done for you, and you'll probably inch away a, a few wins. Probably a lot of
1: close wins. That's what I would say. Yeah,
2: I think you're right on this one. What about you, Johnny? To
1: the moon. To the moon. A to minus. The moon a minus. That's what I. That's what I got. I think that's it's. A th- I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a good good team. Yeah, got no disagreements on this one.
2: All right, let's hear about our other boy here, Fabrice Stomper, who takes the first running back, rookie running back, off the board there, uh, in Brees Hall. We'll see where he ends up landing, but popular pick there. Uh, picks up his two quarterbacks in rounds two and three, Lamar Jackson and Trey Lance could be really nice. He didn't get another quarterback though. We don't know if Trey Lance is going to be the starter. So that could be a issue for you as the season progresses. We'll see Burks, DJ Moore um, and Drake London. I see what we're doing here. You go in the youth front on this. Um, not a bad way to go about it. The future moves fast and you will have, presumably a lot of the next generation's leaders on this team for you. Um, Damian Harris right now is your only running back and Ronald Jones running backs on a team, but I'll even say like those are not horrible running backs to have as your one, two running backs on your squads. Ronald Jones could end up being an absolute steal and Damian Harris was the RB number eight in standard 14 in PPR last year. And I think he, might regress a little bit with Ramondre Stevenson, but he we sh- he's shown us what he can do, and he's still on the team. So I think that this squad, and then Jaceki there at your tight end, that's good for now, good for the future. You got a rookie backup there for you too. You know, this team is a young team, obviously. You committed hard. But I'm I, I think you probably are gonna win some games this year. And you're looking forward to the future more than anybody else in this draft is. So we we'll, we started with Travy last time. We'll start with Johnny this time. No, we didn't. Travi. Or go ahead, Johnny. You're right there. Go for it.
1: <laughs> Youth of the name. Youth nation. of the
2: nay, That's
1: what I got. We I got, are, we I are. got yeah. That's uh I there are a lot of, there's like a lot of talent on here. And then even the receivers that you did get. Uh, or players that you did get there on the younger side. So um, I I think this is setting yourself up. It it could, you could surprise people this year. Um, But again, two or three years from now, I think this team is going to be like, I would be one of the better teams. You
2: got to shout out Gabe Davis here too. In the uh, 13th round, you just got like the clear cut number two for the best fantasy quarterback in the NFL who finished his season on absolute fire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like.
0: So that. Yeah, I, as as Austin started talking about this team more and more, I got more excited about it. Um, especially he built with the youth at the beginning, but then anchored it with two amazingly up, like high upside quarterbacks, right? That he mm-hmm. put there. But then in the late rounds, like Damian Harris, Gusecki, uh, Ronald Jones, OBJ, Gabe Davis, like all these guys are hot. Like these are these are great picks to get late here. So I said sneaky good B minus here. Mm-hmm. I think that this team is actually. You know, I think Austin, you put it well. Like, yeah, he could get
2: wins this year and be on track to be set up pretty nice for the youth too. So, this yeah. is like that okay. team in your league when everyone and he he comes out saying the beginning, like, I'm drafting for the future, and everybody knows. And then he, if he beats you, you're like, no, like, yeah, you yes. can't give up wins now, yeah, get a wins now. He's gonna be running the running the whole league in two years, right? And It's gonna be like that. I give a shout out to what's up, Ronald coming what in up, here, Ronald. Of you too, Bravo. Josh, man. Thanks for coming in as yeah, always. Appreciate tough. the love, Brad Johnson.
0: All right. I will take down the news here. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray are his quarterbacks. He drafted them one and two and then never drafted another quarterback again. He's got Tyreek Hill, uh, Elijah Moore, Marquise Brown, Williams, Ol- Olave, I think, Olave, a wide receiver, as well as Moore. Uh, So a few rookies sprinkled in there with some vets. Christian Kirk and his massive contract was the last wide receiver he took there. Um, And then for the running back, Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, both coming off injury riddled seasons. Uh, My miles Gaskin, Chris Carson, speaking of injury riddled, Chris Carson, Naheem Hines as well. Uh, So so a dicey running back core, but if they're all together, could be pretty good. Pat, Pat, Fire, uh, Friar excuse me, was his tight end. He only drafted the one there, but you like the youth at tight end there. So, boys, I'll start with you, Austin. What do we think, brother?
1: We we'll start think, with Johnny. Thank you. I'm it's gonna like, go, I'm gonna go <laughs> B plus, B plus. You like this I, one, huh? I, I, I think that there's a good amount of upside, but also paired that with you know guys that can produce now and could also set you up for a couple of years so I don't think it's like you have to win this year but I do think that you like you have multiple years of upside in this team again Travis Etienne and like the running backs a little quite quite scary I should say Um, but I do think Barkley ends up having like a somewhat solid year and then we'll see with the how the rest of these pan out Austin what do you think man
2: (sighs) It was so scary you couldn't find your board. I know it scared the pen right out of my hand on this one. <laughs> I, you know, I got to go with a familiar side on this one. It's a bit of a cop out because it's a it's a bit it's a cop out because I've already used this one before. But it's got it's got the high ceiling B on this one and that's coming from the quarterbacking position. When you got Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray as your 1 2 right here, I mean, Kyler Murray was the number one overall quarterback before things got funky for him. Do I think that that continues? I've got some question marks that I'd love to see answered. I'd love it if Kyler Murray was the number one overall fantasy quarterback. Um, But with that, Mahomes and Murray, crazy high upside. Tyreek Hill, crazy high upside that goes in there. Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore still with like on the upside play. I think he played upside really well on this. Um, Chris Carson might not have a neck. I don't think this dude plays football anymore. Neem <laughs> Hines is probably a guy you never really, you, 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 you're not stoked on this. I'm with Johnny that Miles Gaskin could be the best running back in Miami. Um, I'm I'm concerned a little bit. I'm easy come, easy go. Um, he needs a few things to work out for him. He He might not have a running back on the squad like Saquon Barkley could be he could already be like essentially done he could be outside of that starting RB1 group I hope I'm wrong but he could be Travis Etienne has never taken an NFL staff he's coming off a serious injury Gaskin's got a lot of other running backs around him Carson I don't think ever suits up again and Hines has never been a starting guy so like you got some concerns this is this is this is you know when I say these things and break it all the way down and say it out loud again it's actually got to go now I'm sorry on this one but it's got to go He's changing the grade. changing the grade. Yeah, it's an upside. It's a C with a high-ceiling C. c plus. (laughs) It's (laughs) high-ceiling. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
0: that's great. Remember, guys, the grades don't matter at all, but we we love them. Um, And we are going to do our number one fan as our final grade here, Jacob
2: Bly before Underdog.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing draft on Underdog, so stick with us. We'll get that link out to you, uh, $3 draft on Underdog and – You can download the app right now, go to the App Store, get the Underdog app, or go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code TFW for up to $100 of matched money. All right, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, so two of the youngest, brightest stars at the quarterback position for Jacob Bly, and then he drafted in the 11th and 12th a couple rookie quarterbacks in Pickett and Corral as well to pair with those two young guns. At the running back position, he's got J.K. Dobbins and Josh Jacobs followed by Ramondre stevenson tony pollard and the rookie ford so i don't i don't mind the running back situation here let's see at uh, wide receiver terry mclaurin darnell mooney tyler lockett and mechie here so a little bit thinner at wide receiver because he did go pretty heavy on the running backs early and then we have kyle pitts at the tight end and robert Tunyon to close out the draft in the 15th round so uh austin i'll start with you on this one for jacob Bly. i
2: I really like this team guys. Like I'm going to, I just need to talk it out loud a little bit here to put a solid grade together, but like Justin Herbert and Joe burrow quantifiably should be fine this year. They should both be better than they've been in years past. And there are, it's a, it's a, it's a fun group. It's a fun duo. Like you got two young gen Z quarterbacks with big ass cannon arms, like fun. I like it a lot. Um, and then Kyle Pitts, unicorn second year tight end coming in. Like you like that. That's exciting. Um, Jacobs and Dobbins. You're not feeling bad about seeing those two guys start as your running backs for you. You're not. And then Terry McLaurin, Darnell Mooney. Um, It's not the strongest duo at wide receiver, but I like McLaurin. And then Mooney should be fine as that number one in Chicago. I think they're going to have a lot of garbage time. And Fields and Mooney played really well together. I like that link up this year. And then Lockett and um, you got some depth pieces there. Um, and then Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, good number two running backs. That could be the number ones when it's all said and done this year. I, I, I think it, you know, it's a, it's a B plus team for me. I think it's going to win you some games now. I don't think you're scrapping or scavenging for pieces next year. I think the squad sets you up well. It's a good foundation. It's got some intimidating pieces to it with some ceiling plays. It's, it's not all the way there, but I think you give yourself a good dynasty to build from.
0: Yeah, I like Ronald's point here, kind of echoing what you're saying with the B here. You need to go more wide receiver in dynasty, but still solid. But because of the wide receiver core, I would say B minus. Johnny, what do you think? You agree with the, with the guys
1: here on a B? I have a oh, oh complete, complete A. a. Yeah, uh, I best think one. This, I think this team is the most complete. Um, you know, yeah, there's their depth or lack of depth at the wide receiver position mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but when you're talking about overall team and and having confidence starting. Uh, I think that this team has the most solid contributors uh, going into this, and I think that the upside is still there. Sure, some things still do- have to happen. We'll see with uh, you know p- uh, Pickett and things like that, but overall, I, I really like this team.
2: You know, I, for me, I would have been right there with you there if the two rookie running backs he had selected, maybe if he would have mm-hmm. gone like rookie running backs instead of quarterbacks, given he's got Justin Herbert yeah. and Joe Burrow. Who are young cannon arms already? If he had given himself a couple lotto tickets at the running back position there to go behind J.K. Dobbins and Josh Jacobs, then I'd be. I think I would be there with you on this build. It's something nice to think about actually moving forward as you pick up those lotto ticket rookies as they come in. That
1: was yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
2: we did it. All right. Well, that all of them is our sleeper draft,
0: but we are not done mocking yet. And this actually, this next draft will be for some skriller. Some money. Skrillex. Yeah, for just some Skrillex. For Skrillex. Or Skrillex. Uh, but we've got the underdog draft. I'm just getting it started. you want me now. to pull it up? Guys, you want to... Uh, yeah, I will. I have the link. I just need you to share the screen because I got locked out of my laptop or the desktop version. So if Austin once <laughs> I give you the link, if you could share the screen. Johnny, you want to give a rundown of what we're doing here? Wait. Uh, f- for For underdog?
1: Yeah, so we're going to be doing a six person three dollar entry fee best ball league through underdog um and then here the can do the breakdown here for what each it's half half BPR yeah it's half point PPR it'll be
0: here I got it right here I will share the screen here for underdog coming up share screen me know when you guys are in and then I'll drop the link right here on YouTube. Scott, I know you're asking here. If you guys are still with us, go ahead and stick around. We're going to drop it right in YouTube. Uh, drop the link here. It's in the private chat for you boys. Cool. And then I can drop it for our listeners as well. Oh Yeah. Your boy got it. Oh, see, it did the same thing to me and then locked me out. Uh, locked you out. Well, on the desktop, I've got my. Uh... Uh, that's weird. Johnny, are you able to share your screen for it? Because the thing's doing the same to. thing for our desktop versions. It's oh, the location, is... man. They want to know everything. They want to know. Well, they've location. done
2: this before. We've already done this yeah. one before. So I this know. is a strange like, new I don't thing know coming in.
0: Asking me again.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna to try to pull this one up here through mobile.
0: What's up, Z in here? I don't know, randomly saying Kelvin Benjamin in here, but I appreciate you. <laughs> we are gonna drop that link here shortly. Oof! It's not.
2: It's. What's why isn't it giving me uh, on my on mobile also?
0: Oh no. Yeah, I don't know. It's lo- It's locking you out for the location. It's asking for location services again. Yeah. Sometimes it's got to no. know. I guess it must reset that ask or something. Yeah, something
2: like that. Um, just a second. Hopefully. Hmm
1: i
0: guess and again whisper nation really- you can join us on this underdog draft we're about to post the link here but go to underdogfantasy.com or use the app in your app store use the promo code tfw and you will get um up to a hundred dollars in matched money if you use that promo code you're not know permission to use your location please up to your browser settings Austin is trying to let the robots monitor his brain right now, and then he'll be able to join the draft.
2: Yeah, and usually it's giving me the settings options to allow for these things.
0: Yeah, Ronald's similar situation saying I could if they let me, but they say I can't in my location.
2: Well, I'd say don't let me hold this one up. Why don't you just go ahead and drop in the link, and I'll see if I can get it in there in time. But go ahead and...
0: Okay, we'll drop it in here.
1: We have kind of like a race yeah half half ppr half ppr 0.1 for every receiving yard 0.1 for every rushing yard like normal passing touchdowns are four points two point conversions obviously two uh fumble lost minus two interception is only minus one 0.04 for passing yards rushing and receiving each get six points Sweet. And it is one We've got quarterback. Two more, And then we'll be filled. Awesome. So we got one quarterback, three wide receivers, one flex, two running backs, one tight end, and 12 bench spots. 12 bench always gets me. Big bench in
0: the best ball.
1: Well, nice. and we got to let Whisper Nation free. Yeah, I know. Freakstopper saying, wish yeah. I could
0: play. Texas says, no. Ronald says, freak. We
1: got lucky this year. Red. One hey. more
0: spot, Austin.
1: One more spot. You know how to change
0: the,
2: dun, dun, dun. your location settings? Not on the desktop. A... I couldn't figure it out. Usually it just pops up and it's like, hey, do you want right. to allow your settings?" And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let me see if I can try and find it.
0: don't wait for me it should be easier on your phone Austin if you wanted to try that because I think you just go into general
2: if you can again that hasn't been an issue either in the past
0: right Uh, let's see maybe you got to go into the app let me see I like
1: that they let you search for it, though. What, do they have, like, a a thing that just came and swept through a bunch of the location, or reset the location?
2: Must have been, because there hasn't been any issues with doing this in the past.
1: I think they
0: probably have a... Maybe they have a timer on it.
1: Oh, that could be a point.
0: So, if you go to... Location services, and then do while using. Change underdog to precise location, and then while using. Where is that under? On your settings, you can search location services. Oh, okay. And then if you go to
2: privacy location, and then. I see, I see, I see, I see. see. L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U, <laughs> underdog, while using the app. Let's do it with that. Precise location. Beautiful. Okay. Now, hopefully, no one gets there before I do.
0: Dude, this is about to be epic. If you <laughs> get in here.
1: I drafted terrible last yeah. oh, Wait, no, Scott, pretty- you were saying you had no, a beast team. Scott was saying... You had to... Do you get it? You land it. Thinking about it. Oh, waiting. Oh, got Is it. Is that you? We got... Yeah, it. baby. There you go. There All right. Oh, baby. Draft now starts. Yeah, draft starts in a minute. Your boy Look got the one a one. one, one, one,
0: two, one three.
1: Let's go. Let's go.
2: And so Whisper Nation, if you're tuning in here, it's a best ball draft, meaning we're drafting, what, 20 rounds on it between the six of us, and it will automatically set our lineups every single week, right? It will take the best possible lineup set after it's all said and done, and it'll put those players in, and that will be your lineup. And so we'll get to see at the end of the year, well, I mean, week by week, and then at the end the year how everybody in
1: this tournament does that's exciting so we're going for upside starts in eight seven six five let's go your boy see
2: you later do it 420 thanks for stopping by
1: love it not a shocker there Mm. Travy taking Cooper Cup, huh? Cooper Cup, would you have taken Jonathan Taylor if I would have taken Cooper Cup first?
0: I don't know. I took Taylor in the sleeper draft, so I probably had enough Taylor for one night. Oh, enough Taylor exposure to last you a lifetime, huh? Taylor, Taylor's the one that kind of hurts me a little in redraft in our league of record. I took him his rookie year. And he didn't get going until way late in the year. It was aggravating to own him. And then the next year, he was the RB1. Yeah, so you're (laughs) you're early on him. Yeah. And Gibson. Gibson had Gibson and Taylor that year. Their rookie years. Just a year ahead. Yeah. Well, Gibson actually was a lot better his rookie year than last year because of the shin. But I think that Gibson is a guy that is going to have a a good bounce back year this year. Mm Mm-hmm. So draft him right here, Johnny.
1: Hey, you won't. You draft before me. You can get him. No, I'm going to leave him for you. My team's going to be stacked. My team's going to be so stacked. Shit, of course it is.
2: I bet it will. I bet it will be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. Jamar Chase. I was hoping he f- would fall to me. Because unlike Travis, I wasn't afraid of the double dip on Jamar. Wasn't today. afraid. I wasn't afraid. Well, Jamar Chase is different. Oh, now Jamar Chase is different. Unreal, dude. You know what? You've changed. Isn't that the point? Ah, uh, damn it. I
2: want a Debo. Debo's just got that crazy upside yeah. that he brings because they use him out of the backfield. They like to throw it to him. He's now like kind of the heart and soul Mm. of that offense i mean they have him walking out leading the pack wearing that big ass chain you know what i mean they don't even know who their quarterback is they know they got debo samuel awesome what's the tyreek hill is gone adjustment for travis
0: kelsey now Mm. do you think it do you think it
2: changes things
0: i think he's gonna be in line for more targets than he already gets
2: I think he could have a huge – I could. he could have one of his best years this year, I think. Tyreek was a safety blanket for Patrick Mahomes. Now, so was Tyreek. So Tra- was Travis Kelsey, and I'd say Travis Kelsey is probably more of a safety blanket, but, like, you know, I like to sleep on the bed with two blankets sometimes, and if one is gone, I'm cozying up to that other even more. Yeah, dude, then it's your new favorite. Right, it is. So, I
0: think you're right. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook here. That's a pretty
1: good one. Just kind of was hanging around. Hanging around. Austin's on the uh, clock.
0: Been hanging
1: around this day. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the actual lyrics are right there. Ooh, Mark Andrews. I was looking at him. I was eyeing him. We talked, we talked about Mark
2: Andrews, Johnny, you and I, I think, on the episode that Travis wasn't with us for Best Ball. And I think that Mark, Mark Andrews, to me, is like the epitome of a best ball tight end. I mean, he's already like a top three tight end most of the time. But as you like to point out, like usually that comes from a handful of really high scoring games. So for best mm-hmm. ball purposes, that's like especially nice. Just make sure you get a couple other ones too. Yeah, I like that point. Uh, like, yeah, Ronald Janier
0: didn't get our sarcasm here. Says it's mm-hmm. best ball. All teams should be stacked. It's a <laughs> single man league. It's true. Exactly. It's true. It's
2: true. It's true. But, but, but mine's going to be a special, but it's still, but yeah,
1: (laughs) but mine's juicy. It still doesn't stop me from talking about how stacked my team is. Oh my God. It's so good to do these and then get to
2: have eight months pass. See where they actually line up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What'll be cool is like uh underdog allows you once we do
0: all these to see your exposure. So you'll get to see who you're like, which, guys you draft the most of oh, i like that mm, oh it does yeah it that's has cool. that oh that's, that's
2: cool, cool. Oh. yes i get i wanted to i want to bolt these guys no yes ah.
0: Ah. <laughs> cd lamb i wanted a.j brown or cd lamb and then they're both going
2: you're travis what this am is, i gonna this do is, you're gonna cry all christmas morning
0: oh i hate these players
1: I hate these players. They're in the top 30.
2: Retroactive sarcasm. Yeah. I love that. No, I was just kidding. No. That's
0: not... <laughs> oh, Ronald, this is what happens when you come late, dude. You miss all the, the inside jokes. No, it did. I bet I bet it did sound like it was retroactive, though.
2: Johnny, Kyle Pitts uh... pick up there. What do we think about this? Actually, I, I don't to ask Johnny. I know he likes it. Travis, do you... Like Kyle Pitts as a best ball tight end.
0: What oh, you were asking me? I thought you were going to ask Johnny. No, uh, no, I like, was. I was
2: going to ask him. I, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. You're about to draft a player. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll get somebody here. I got yeah, Scott. No, I mean, we, we can. Speak. No,
1: uh, we should just distract him right now and just yeah. you know messes up this pick here. I guess I'm but, just going to
0: put my money where my mouth is on Antonio Gibson here. Nice, I like it. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. good one. Scott saying Debo is a horrendous pick. Why would Debo be a horrendous pick? Explain to me, Scott. Yeah, I'd like to hear this. I'd like to hear you explain away how Debo Samuel isn't like one of the best fantasy assets there is. I mean, you could always—I mean, guess injury. you could say Trey Lance. Well, you could say injury. You could say Trey but... Lance, maybe would. But I thought they started. I don't know. That's that's wild to me, Scott. You know, I what think I think, that... I think
2: Scott wanted him. I think that's what it was. You were Dino's? asking him. Debo Samuel is like going to I don't want to like project a, a tragic finish, but I get some like Chris Carson vibes out of Debo Samuel in that this dude is so mean and aggressive and loves to play football this way. Like he is a football players football player as far as I'm concerned, I, but he's, he's just hurt all the time and he doesn't let him slow him down. It's one of those things you like tell him to slide and he's like, fuck no. Yeah. Who is that? Debo Samuel. Like he's just such a pit yeah. bull.
1: Oh yeah. And it's yeah. like it's like, dude, the way you play me... football gets you hurt. And he's like, so be it. Well, he reminds me of Anquan Bolden. You know, like yeah. Anquan Bolden played that same like reckless abandonment kind of thing. And so Scott's saying too many rushing
0: touchdowns last year, unsustainable. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fine, but we're oh, not taking him as the number one wide receiver in fantasy either. We're taking him, I think, where you can take him. Well, yeah. That's and why is that unsustainable? Nice like,
2: you don't think I, – I I, think he could do just he was as a
0: much as
1: – He was the first wide receiver to ever rush for double-digit touchdowns.
2: But he's like the first Debo Samuel. He's not a wide receiver.
1: He's not a wide receiver. He's, he's a, a football
2: weapon. player. I Yeah. And I just got to take a second to call out – like we have the receipts on this one, but when we started to watch Debo Samuel start to pick it up a little bit, and I was like, I think this could impact the running game. I got, a, I got some papoos on this panel saying, nah, it's a flash in the pan. And uh, that oh, yeah. flash stayed right. Sure.
1: Yeah. Of course you're going to, like, he's, it's bit, it was the same as Cordero Patterson, who's scoring on a ridiculous clip. It's like you would, you're going to say that, yeah. I'd, and again, once I'll point out, like, we had never, ever before seen a running back or a wide receiver score 10 rushing touchdowns.
2: Yeah, but I don't know why we wouldn't again. Like, the 49ers have multiple quarterbacks. They run with so many running backs. Debo Samuel, they use wherever they feel like. It's brought them a lot of success. I don't know why they wouldn't expand the program.
0: It's just like some once in a while, these offensive juggernauts get a guy, like an Alvin Kamara or mm. a Cooper Cup, mm. that they just decide to use as their guy. And that's what they're going to do with Debo. Like he Maybe goes- Tyreek Hill. Shanahan said last year, yeah, exactly. Tyreek Hill's a good one, too. All the jet sweep stuff they do. Shanahan said last year that when Debo Samuel would tell him in games, give me the ball, he he said, yeah, Debo just told me to give him the ball. And when Debo talks, I listen. That's what Shanahan said in a press conference. So, again, like, I think Debo carries some big weight, and he's the main vein for the San Francisco 49ers. Like, why wouldn't he continue to be? He's a huge playmaker for them maybe injury yeah you could say injury but that's not something we're drafting for really anyways other than like i think that's why he's not being taken you know even higher i didn't know that kyle shanahan had said that about debo yeah it's like dude that guy they just they he came on last year and then just never stopped but remember his rookie year Yeah, and his rookie year, he showed us a lot of this ability. And then Brandon Ayuk was drafted and had a good year, and Debo was hurt, and we were, like, all on Ayuk's nuts. And Debo reminded us why Debo was who he was.
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I do think a part of it also was the fact that, like, they didn't – like, their running game – like their running backs got so heavily injured in the beginning, and they didn't really have a plan. So then it was like, yeah, but okay, Elijah Mitchell came back like, and averaged like 15 carries, and they still ran yeah. Debo in the end zone. Like, no, I, I, I know. Uh, again, I think it, it started off as a hey, we need to run the ball, and so mm-hmm. like let's get Debo the ball because he can, he's a yak guy. So like let's do that. And so we can get our running backs back and healthy. And then it was like, Oh wait, like they were doing that and he was being super efficient with it. So then they were just like, Oh wait, we're going to, we've stumbled stumbled into this game plan. Yeah. Of like Mm -hmm. using them that much. And then they were like, wait, why would we do anything different? Like, this is amazing. This works.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why not? Honestly speaking, like why not? I think that's a very fair take on it. And sometimes you end up going a direction out of necessity And then it ends up working and you're like, whoa, look, like maybe Cordero Patterson is another name that was exactly like that, but it was successful. And on Debo over uh, Patterson's side, like they rode this mentality deep through the playoffs and they're still dealing with an inexperienced quarterback, regardless of who's the quarterback. And Debo is still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Cordero Patterson? I mean, he seems to me like in a best ball, like a best ball, darling kind of thing if you get him a little bit later on so he's not a huge risk but what are your expectations uh johnny I, i'd love to hear from you on this one just because you've been on him and and had a good good sniff out on cordero patterson what do you think about him coming in this <laughs>
1: johnny you were on him and you yeah dude, up, I dude. yeah like, when you guys oh. were having a superstar, huh? <laughs> <You> guys
0: <laughs> were in each other's bedroom hey <laughs> each other's
1: butts <laughs> again it was like it, it just had to do with that coaching system and then what you know what I've seen happen I didn't necessarily know that Cordero was going to produce as well as he, as he did but then you know again you start to see you know what system is going to be ran and then the upside or potential in that system so what's going to be intriguing here is you've got them you know, Atlanta, they, they brought in Daryl or not Daryl, but Damian Williams, and then we'll see what they do in, in the draft, but potentially you could still get value because a lot of people still are like, Oh, is this like a one hit wonder kind of thing? Plus, you know, we'll see what they do in the draft again. But I also do think that he could be a guy that kind of we overdraft because very similarly, like you watch some of those touchdowns that he scored and they were like, you can't bank on the, that kind of product. Like, it wasn't stuff like, oh, yeah. you know, turn around and hand it off at the two yard line and he storms up the middle and scores, you know, five or six, seven touchdowns that way. It wasn't, it was like, it was like some, you know, glitch, you know, like, pardon the, you know, use of the word, but like, it was like literally, the safety forgot about him and he's standing all alone. And Matt Ryan just is like, Oh, wait a second. Cordero Patterson's wide open. All right. I'll just throw it to him. And, Oh, there's a 50 yard touchdown, you know? So, uh, I, I have, depending on where he goes, I think that he could still be like, he's still going to have some good games, but again, like, I don't know how much of what we saw last year is repeatable.
0: Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be drafting CPAT though, as that guy, I'm drafting him as one of two players, Draftable on the Falcons. <laughs> you know, right. like he's one of two ways that they're going to get the ball moving around. And that should mitigate a lot of what's like stressing us out about CPAT from the high efficiency last year. You know, I would imagine that you're really excited about CPAT in a different light this year because
2: everybody's gone. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: they brought him back. Yeah.
1: Got it. All right, dude. Left him for the pickings here take the guy even if quarter patterson
2: is like their last option to score points and this team is worse than it was last year you're not going to want to put up zeros like eventually you're going to have to go to the guy who can get you points and quarter patterson's show that he can do that for him it might not be the most efficient way to go about it but it might be the only option they end up having right in atlanta and he might get it one more he- year of that it's like a rich man's Rashad Penny. Like, why are we excited
0: about Rashad Penny? Because he's probably going to be all Seattle has for the most part in the run <laughs> game. Now you look at CPAT, like, we've seen him do it already. So
2: You've seen him do um, it all he did it that
1: you have.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is I, I, no one else. There is nobody else. It's just me. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> I
0: love the Kyle P- Pitts tweet that went around, you know, right as like, Atlanta was talking to Sean Watson and he was like, it's about to get wild and crazy in Atlanta. Oh yeah. Basically Russell Gage left Matt Ryan well, left.
1: It was because it was just
0: see and Pitts, dude. Well, it's because we're about to get it. Whole, yeah,
1: let's dude, go. they had this whole like idea of getting the band back together because, uh, who was it? Oh, AJ green was going to sign there in Atlanta. If Deshaun went there, Um, who is the other receiver? There was another bigger named receiver, uh, that was going to sign there. If, uh, Julio or sorry, not Julio, but, uh, if Deshaun was going to go, like they had this whole plan to get this team like put together. Oh, uncle Lenny, uncle Lenny was going to go to Atlanta Mm. and sign with Atlanta. Uh, but then that fell through. So that's why he returned to Tampa Bay. Well, and Tom came back and then, so he went back to Tampa Bay, but. So, so yeah. Ronald's interesting
2: point here of that's what we said about Mike Davis last year. How did that work out? I mean, we looked at Mike Davis as an opportunity based play, right? We're like, this guy's okay. We get it, but we're not stoked about him all season long. And we ended up losing his job to Patterson. But like Patterson, Patterson yeah. did it.
0: Patterson's a lot different than Mike Davis, dude. <laughs> like we're seriously, like, right, Ron? Like you have to be like kidding, right? Dude, don't talk Patterson about Patterson his- is a weapon.
3: Mm.
0: He's a Debo light, dude. He's he's not Mike Davis, dude. An an old journeyman running back. With huge ties. Yeah,
1: dude. Oh, shoot. (laughs) You got eight sevens. I got to go. Okay. Oh, Oh, man. That was a great pickup. Damn it. That was a really good pickup. Nice, Travi. Uh, We'll see.
0: Uh, Everybody's on Brees Hall's. Where do you think he goes, Johnny?
1: um Miami <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly dude oh Miami. my god hold on let me make this pick Atlanta mind. you know what I'm gonna do it dude Atlanta would be nice I'm gonna do it I'm gonna get my boy Rashad um I love that pick up. it's a good one honestly I could see the Cardinals getting Brees Hall he would fit so well in this and like uh, giving him a, a good, like, year two years behind James Conner to kind of, like, not necessarily be the guy. But, like, if something happened to James Conner, he could be – he could carry the workload there. Um, so I do think that that's an intriguing spot. Um, where else do I think that would be really nice if he went? Not Seattle because I just took Rashad Penny. But, <laughs> I mean – if he landed there, you would be really excited, right? And that would just completely tank the slight value that Rashad Penny's starting to get. <laughs> where do you guys, where would you want him to go?
0: The Raiders, if, I mean, I know Josh Jacobs is there, but he hasn't really ever, like, wowed us. I'd like to see somebody go to the Raiders that could take over the job and, like... DJ Khaled it. Yeah, I just think that I mean Atlanta's a good one. I'm trying to think. Last year those the, the teams that we're talking about, like Miami's got too many guys now.
1: Uh yeah. So you don't want that's the other thing. It's like last year I feel were like a lot we more were
0: like open running so many, back rooms. Yeah.
1: Well, and enticing ones, right? Like we knew Pittsburgh had an enticing running back right. room. Like we uh Kansas City, well, No, Kansas City didn't draft. We thought maybe there's some potential there. No. CH. You're muted, Austin. I don't know if you're...
2: Do you think that Brees Hall goes in the first round?
0: I don't think so. I don't think any running back's projected
2: to go in the first round right now. So he could really go that Any squad, do you think right. a squad is going to go like the Najee Harris route with him to have him be their, their dude this year, or is it more of like the Javante Williams where we're going to get our guy, but we don't? It'll need depend him to on it, it'll depend on scheme. Like,
0: it, we're not surprised because Najee Harris went there and did that because Mike Tomlin loves his, his bell cow backs when he can get them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it'll depend on where he goes. Ah, I just don't know. I'm just trying to think of these teams that are like maybe the, maybe the chargers. I know this is scary because Eckler's there, but the uh, the chargers
2: Mm need a thumper. Mm -hmm. They need a bigger back. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good call. That's kind of a team that's all in on skill positions. They like to play the Madden route, you know, Herbert signing Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Um, They could kind of use another weapon too. Yeah. Not a bad play. Trying to think who else. Yeah, that'll be fun. Do we when's the draft? It's coming up. Yeah, is it this month?
1: Yeah, it's it at the end of yeah.
2: yeah, at the end of April. We're gonna our live stream will be popping off for that bad boy. I always remember that it's around in April because the Cardinals drafted Matt Leinert when I was at my lifeguarding orientation, which was right before the summer in April. And I remember getting the call that we got Matt liner and Holy smokes. Was I excited that we got Matt liner. Wow. That was fun. Uh,
1: I won't, I won't lie, dude. I was, are you very, still excited? I was very disappointed that we did not get Adrian Peterson that draft. I was so mad. I, cause obviously I was a Sooners fan. Didn't like, I don't like the Trojans. So I didn't mm-hmm. really want Matt liner. Um so yeah, that talk about like one of those moments you're like with the DK kind of thing. It was like, oh my gosh, Adrian Peterson Johnny, Matt Liner. Johnny not a fan
0: of Trojans, hence why he has a baby due in
1: June. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah, I did. Wow, dude. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, that was pretty good.
2: No, I'm not happy about it. I did for
1: Baby J. Baby J coming up. Baby J coming out on deck soon should be jumping, jumping into the fantasy stats and analytics ASAP. <laughs> you know how
0: like you play, you put headphones on a baby, you know, and you, on your, on the baby, on your wife's stomach and they <laughs> listen to music, you know, Johnny's playing just him saying like repeating fantasy stats for baby J yeah.
2: so that when she comes out, she's gonna be like Deandre Swift. <laughs> is that is that is that part of is that one of the naming options is it deandre
1: no i tried Boy or girl swift yeah, i i i did i is yeah, kind of fun i tried deandre i tried deandre Jade was <laughs> like no no that happens swift would actually be a pretty pretty dope name yeah swift hicks yeah right Ooh, okay that's pretty cool yeah you won't you, you won't jade she won't. <laughs> she won't. No, she won't. She absolutely she not. Will. She no, will not. Won't. Oh, if this guy—if you leave him here for me, oh, you better not. If you take him, Travis, I'm gonna be yeah, so baby. damn pissed. Damn it! Yeah, baby. What to do, baby? <laughs> you can still get Robert Woods, Johnny. Yeah, I left him for you, dude. Or Travis Etienne, your boy. No, I'm not getting why like that. He's gonna miss like a decent. Damn it, dude. That's all right. What? I got this. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, got, I got Juju, Juju. There's still an excellent. There's one guy who's really good on here.
0: Calvin Ridley, yeah, but he's
1: not going to play. <laughs> he's not. <good. laughs> he's uh not a uh, not going to work here anymore. <laughs>
2: No, I got, I'm not going to work here anymore. That's for sure. I'm
1: just going to go with some upside here. for the see. Oh,
0: it's best just, ball.
1: Yeah. You did. should probably swing for some upside here in like the 17th round. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> Corlin Sutton in some upside. Oh, Give I me that. I oh, took I him
0: in the sleeper one. draft too, just before him. I mean, I yeah. have a monster year.
2: Russell hey, Wilson Andrew. coming in with an offensive minded coach. Like, let's go. Let's see it. I know that Judy is the higher pick. I'd rather have him over Cortland Sutton, but I'm not surprised if Cortland Sutton ends up having more, more fantasy points the end of the year. Did you mind having
0: like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? And that was in a probably more run first offense than this is going to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm excited for Russ and and, uh, this offense. You know what I I I love these you know what these trades have done? And maybe this isn't true, I'd have to look at it, but it feels like it's activated more
2: fantasy stars for us. Like
0: like gotten them or at least
2: least broken up some recency, but we didn't like the quarterback in Denver, period. Russell Wilson now, like he gets an uptick, an uptick for those other pieces. DK Metcalf is maybe sliding down a round or two, but not really. Doesn't it doesn't have a huge hit, you're right. Ooh, I like what you're going on this, Travis. I think See, it did. This that's what him. I'm
0: talking about. Cordell Patterson went way late down here. I think that's a perfect spot for him to go, especially in this best ball. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think, think that this that's... is perfect. Redraft, he probably will get overdrafted, like you're saying, uh,
1: Johnny. But... Yeah. Ooh, nice Zach Ertz pick. I thought he Thank had him. already gotten taken. I know, right? Damn it. I would have went and Zach Ertz over Logan Thomas. Well, Well, you live can't. Living well, or
2: and then you get loves. So a couple more rounds here. We're going through 20 rounds. Johnny is making him his 18th round selection.
0: Austin, you drafted Rashad Bateman last draft in that sleeper draft. How do you feel about Rashad Bateman year two?
2: I mean, he just has a chance to come in and be a real impact player. Um, it it could it could fall a little bit flat. We know this. That's why he's still available as late as he is. But I like the upside. I like him coming out of the draft last year. I like what we saw, limited uh performance of him. And you know, we'll see. What about you? Bateman Bateman's exciting,
0: right? Like I feel like he could actually unlock a lot for Baltimore because if you get a healthy Lamar, a healthy Bateman, healthy Marquise, healthy, healthy Mark Andrews, healthy JK Dobbins, like this offense could be elite again. You know, and I think that Bateman's kind of that missing
2: piece. Is Joe
1: Blacko elite. He
2: Probably that level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the big question is Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Still, can he sustain more than Mark Andrews? As like, even just as a top heavy play, like Marquise Brown had some really nice plays here and there. The question is still, the the, the, the jury is still out. We'll see. But in best ball I like it. Taking him late. Ish.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those things where Lamar. You could, you know, you could spend time picking it apart, but I feel like if it's good for the gander, it's good for the goose. And Lamar's got so many skill positions around him. As long as they're healthy, like last year, I think Baltimore had one of the best or one of the highest, not best, highest uh, IR rates of any team. So, like, imagine if that team can get healthy and put all the players on the field at the same time, full training camp, Dobbin's and Edwards back. Yeah.
2: Bateman with your on coming down to the last round here, me, Travi, and Johnny got one more pick left. Any clues on where you guys think you're going to go?
0: I might get Bateman unless you snag
1: him here. It's all yours. I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm the good room. old a good old friend, Robert uh, Woods. Someone, someone, uh, something that you you visited before. An old friend. I'm going to take Rondell Moore. <laughs> that's my friend. <laughs> oh, it's good. good. Oh, DJ that's chark? Actually, uh, It was. It was Rondell Moore is is a good pick. DJ No, I'm going. You. I don't think you guys would ever guess who I'm going.
2: Ever. I like Ramon I mean,
1: Stephens too. All right. You'd never guess. Hey, we're From returning like onto... that. Yeah, I think it's a night nightmare on Edelman Street. Oh. What? Wow. Julian Edelman? What? Do you guys you guys miss that? I I I completely went over my head until a buddy mentioned it. Julian Edelman coming out of retirement, signed with Tampa Bay to reunite. Oh, are you with sure Tom that Brady. are you sure that
0: was real? Because it was on April Fools.
1: Oh, damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's right here. April Jules. Oh my gosh, are you are you kidding me right now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I saw that, and then, then yeah.
1: It was the last Patriot pick? Of Julian Edelman. Might,
0: yeah, Patriot fans might not love Julian Edelman's April Fool's Day joke.
1: Oh my gosh, what did I do? I just blew. I just wasted a good pick on you, Julian Edelman.
0: Three dollars worth too. Yeah, that's,
2: April Fools. Oh, that's, <laughs>
1: That sucks. I love that, dude. I love that you fell for that. And nah. we just got to air it out. Make a clip of this. <laughs> that really sucks, dude. I needed that other wide receiver, man. I was so jacked. I really thought I had one there.
0: Oh, Johnny. Oh, I
1: knew I should have I checked it. that. Nah.
0: Well, as always, we love drafting with all of you guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate the underdog draft here. And of course the sleeper draft for Ronald, all the people in here, Calvin Brown, Scott, who else was in here? Freak stomper. Do it for 20. Z stopped by. It's uh, a job. saw Jaws. We Rob shorter was in here. Mr. Miyagi, Calvin Brown, man. We had a, we had a full house tonight. It was great. Johnny, any any final words for whisper nation?
2: Don't draft Julian Edelman. He's not back. (laughs) What about you? Austin? No, just man. It's great to be with all of you. Whisper nation here. Can't wait to keep doing this with you all season long. It's it's a favorite thing to do.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And we'll be back on Thursday. So make sure you're subscribed on all platforms, including uh, YouTube right here. Hit us with that like button and catch us on Thursday night. As we go live three 30 Pacific, six 30 Eastern. Appreciate you for Austin Seer for Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm big Travy, and we're the fancy whispers.
1: We're out. Peace. Peace. look at you go you made it to the end of another one of our videos hey if you still have some questions i totally understand or you just want to join an awesome fantasy football community head on over to our discord chat link is in the description below and if you're still not sold on us check out one of these videos
3: don't you hear the whisper,